was just on top of this shit. Now you know what? Now we starting back at the motherfucking bottom. Yo, murder, man. Can I get a bitch, man? Can you get a bitch? <laughs> Is you fucking crazy? Uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our little corner of the internet. And welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we're going to get it right this time. God damn it. Yeah. So we, uh, we, we meant to be back, you know, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. We were supposed to, we tried to do this as a weekly thing, but I live in Texas. Yeah. Everyone knows how that turned out. Uh, our host, our co-host, or not a co-host, our guest, he lives in Tennessee. That got fucked. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. And it, and it fucked up now. how the, isn't it fucked up how the guy from New England didn't have any issues? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, you know? But it is what it is. <laughs> We're back now. So, uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, sir? Brr. You know, <laughs> we back a oh, second really? time. It's really a third time, but the second one, yeah, you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's me. It's me, that T H I E F big A and P thief coming back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, that's my. Oh, follow me on Twitter at finesse. Let you put in the description. You know, I'm trying to. Uh, I got you. I'm really back. You know what I'm saying? Glad to be back. I'm always glad to be back. Taking liberties. I mean, you, you know how that go. I'm always glad to be back. These these are the boys. Yeah, it's really good to have you back on the the twentieth episode of the Taking Liberties yes, yes, Pro Wrestling yes. Podcast. Oh, twentieth episode point two. Yeah, or, yeah. Take That's two. Twentieth episode. Take two. Yeah, and this is... I'm I'm really just ready to, you know what I'm saying? Take liberties, take names, uh, kick bubblegum to ass. Oh, all yeah, the, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we hop on into it, we have to, of course, get all our things out of the way. So if you guys want to keep up and interact with the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at TLProSPod. You can also ask and join our Discord if you'd like. We also have, you know, uh, Apple gimmicks to, you know, gimmick out. So if you'd like to go ahead and leave a five-star rating review, that'd be great. Speaking of Apple. Yeah, no, no, not four. Five. Speaking of Apple, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Bullhorn, Bullhorn, Blueberry, po- uh, Podbean. I think uh, I know WDM. He messaged me saying that we were on a new place. So I'm trying to find out. Yes, our boy. Yeah, Podbean. That's the place. Yeah, so we're on Podbean now, apparently, and. Uh, Fuck, you can find us pretty much anywhere. We're, we're, anywhere we're pretty want. much anywhere. I don't know if I said Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much anywhere and everywhere you can find a podcast, you're gonna find us. Yeah. Oh yeah, and X videos. Might be able to find us on there. <laughs> whoa, whoa there, brother I, Van. I, uh, I'm not I'm not entirely sure about that. But uh I mean, I the people the, the listeners there. can feel very free to check. Oh, no. oh I checked. Yeah. Oh, you checked? <laughs> Did you? Oh yeah, I checked. Oh, okay, okay. Then I'll take your word for Were it. Were we there? We were there? No, but I found what I was looking for. 
Yeah, that's oh, true. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, and if you want to go the extra mile and support us, you know, financially, monetarily, we also have a Patreon that you can uh, become a patron to. That is patreon.com forward slash TLProWest pod. That is T-L-P-R-O-W-R-E-S. That link also go be in the description. Check the description. Yes. Always check the description. Yeah. Just look at just, just, just look, things. just look, just look. Yeah, I always say things, and I don't ever get anyone to overlook it. But you know, it's fine. Just stream of consciousness. Anyway, let's go ahead and hop on right into the show, shall we? Right. So yes, after just what was it like five or six weeks of build up, we finally made it to lockdown <clears throat> two thousand five. Just think about it, make me sick. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So the whole gimmick of lockdown, as I'm sure a lot of people who follow TNA back in the day know, the entire card just just absolutely just full of cage matches, left and right. The entire card, yeah. <laughs> just just literally cage matches. Nothing but cage matches and other stipulations because shh, fucking it's TNA. What do you expect? Y'all so, yeah, uh, WWE overuse stipulations? No, no. This this is the definition of overusing stipulations. But TNA is right. famous for their fucking ridiculous stipulations. That's very true as well. <laughs> They're yeah. famous for this shit. Oh, also, folks, we have already reviewed. We've already done this entire podcast once. <laughs> oh yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna speed through this a bit. Yeah, we're gonna speed through just a tad bit. So just you know, hold for our own sanity. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so uh, talk about the intro to the show. It's going fucking crazy. Um. Yeah. The intro of the show was just. Was it Latin? Just yeah. That was like some like demonic Latin chants from Barry Scott yeah, in the background. Like of this whole thing. Latin from Barry Scott and some British woman, some very posh British woman. And they were just going off, and they were pretty much personifying the cage ex- cage itself. They were t- talking as the cage, like, "Oh, I am the sinister structure." It was incredibly gotta, corny, but it was two thousand and five, so I let it slide. It was yeah, lit. I don't yeah, give a fuck. It was sick. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that was all right. And then you know the building explodes, of course. Yeah, there's no ventilation, so that's cool. Oh yeah, they also locked the arena. No going in, no going out, brother. Bro, there's no leaving. (laughs) No one can leave. You gotta piss. Suck it up. You're hungry? Want concessions? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No hot dog. God damn. So before they get into the action on this card, they uh they cut to before the show. Uh, Kevin Nash has a nasty looking staff infection on his leg, apparently from when he was attacked a couple weeks ago by uh Candido and the Naturals or whatever the fuck. So he isn't cleared to compete in uh, Lethal Lockdown later tonight. And Dusty Rhodes says that he'll find him a replacement, and that replacement is just a fuck. <laughs> disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointing, yes. That yeah, is my way to describe it. No, it's disappointing. So, the opening contest is Lance Hoyt and Chris Candido versus Apollo oh. and Sonny Siaki. What's up? Yeah. Which, unfortunately, this is, um, this is unfortunately yeah. Chris Candino's last match before he, um, 
untimely pass away. R.I.P. Chris Candino. And, and, by, yeah, by guy, far the worst part about it is that Candido's in the match for all 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it actually so, made me feel kind of just like this was how he went out. Like, it, it, yeah. it kind of okay. So, this match, he you know, obviously broke his leg, he went and got an emergency surgery, and they patched him up, so to speak. He then. So to speak. Well, I say that because he then went to a TNA show, I think the next night or two nights or whatever. He worked a TNA show before he died, is what I'm saying. He worked a taping. Yeah. And he went back home, and then he said he wasn't feeling well, and I think he passed out or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but his brother had found him, I think it was a brother, and they took him to the hospital. He had pneumonia. Um, but he also had a blood clot, you know, due to complications from the surgery. So both those things killed him, really. It's pretty, pretty fucked. It's very fucked. Yeah. That pneumonia is no joke, dog. But on, like, on the more positive and happy side, fucking, I had pneumonia once. And, well, that's not positive and happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had that shit once. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I had this shit was. It was fucking cool. I had chicken tenders in the hospital and everything. But um in a more happy note, they showed this cameraman. <laughs> and the, the body armor. Yeah, it was this cameraman in the ring. He was inside the cage, by the way. Like you said, every yeah. match on the whole show was a cage match. So they had this cameraman in there and buddies dressed up like a like fucking fucking Nick Fury or like the shield. And he's just he's just armored out and he dude looks like an umpire from the MLB and he's in there which I don't know why they even put a cameraman in the cage that was probably stupid as hell but I, I mean I understand why it's to get a better angle or get a better shot or whatever but you know later on in the show they're going on about the square gimmick look at our production value <laughs> god damn it look at how good our production value is so I we don't are really not push league uh, yeah, it, it's weird. It's it's weird. TNA man, what can you say? Total nonstop action. Yeah, especially with the camera operating and his shit fucked up in the goddamn cage. So, in this match, uh, unfortunately, Candido only makes about thirty seconds before there's a fucked up bump off a drop kick from uh, I think it's Sunny Siaki. Where he he lands really awkwardly on his own leg and it just looks fucking terrible. Uh, when this yeah. when this first happened, I thought he was working it because I didn't really see what his foot did. Yeah. But when they replayed it later, I thought it was fucking um, disgusting. I actually completely missed the spot. I don't know where I was looking, but I just saw that or I heard that they said that Candido went down, and I saw that uh, Hoyt was alone. And Candido was being rolled out. I was like, what the hell? And then they replayed the spot. And I was like, oh, that's gnarly. Oh. Yeah, that was... Yeah, it was just a, it was just a freak, freak accident, really. He just... He was going to take a bump, and his right foot was planted wrong and kind of turned. And and then he fell on it, and it looked Chris fucking Candido awful. Chris a lot of unfortunate circumstances. 
in a very short period. That's why that's why you can only really just say like R.I.P. and yeah. that's that's rough. But yeah. what was even rougher yeah. was Sonny really did enough problem. <laughs> what's even rougher is this match was I, I, <laughs> I this match was not it wasn't exactly bad, but it was nothing great. Nah, the whole thing went out the window the second Candido was taken out. Yeah. Yeah, it, so, it, it went downhill fast. The match was contested like a regular tag team match with tags and shit inside of a steel cage. So, like, yeah, immediately you're like, the what the hell is happening here? And then. He was literally on the apron. Yeah. So, yeah. once Candido is taken out of the match, Hoyt's by himself as a heel against two baby faces who literally spend the, the rest of the match kicking and beating the shit out of him. Just yeah, absolutely so shit housing him. Yeah. <laughs> baby faces. It's super weird. Yeah, it was like it was like a double turn by accident because of the way the match got restructured. Because, I mean, what can you really do, right? I mean, unless you have Hoyt completely bury the other two, there's nothing you can really do. Yeah. Uh, some point in the match, Hoyt goes for that uh, that cool moonsault he did though on TV earlier in the week, but it didn't look quite as good. Yeah. Man, that the, his form on that first one was just oh my god, oh my god! It was really picture perfect. It, it was amazing, spectacular. Yeah, Kurt Angle was weeping. Mm. So yeah, so for the next couple of minutes, it's literally just Hoyt getting his his shit pushed in by Apollo and Sonny Siaki until he eventually just loses, and then uh. The yeah. Naturals get all fucking heated with him for losing, despite the fact it was literally a two-on-one. So, like, what could he do? And this mm-hmm. just this just uh, further pushed the whole Lance Hoyt going babyface thing unnecessarily because the whole thing was so fucked. I don't understand why they pushed the Naturals so fucking hard, honestly. There was nothing natural like, about them. Literally nothing. Okay, yeah, they're two cause... Just generic <laughs> ass, just exactly what you would make Bro, it probably. Smack on the old days of like WWE 13 online, I fought like 20 the Nationals. <laughs> like, Yo, I saw Andy Douglas every day. Uh, and these guys are really just not good. And they just both, so they turn on or they beat Hoyt. They beat on Hoyt, who is a heel. And they're but heels. Because it's two on one. You know, he is now sort of turning, I guess. And I guess sort of disassociating himself with Kid Cash. I mean, and it makes him a baby face to me, but I don't know how that, you know, that would have been back in 2005. You know, Kid Cash, I was gay bashing in Florida. It was probably super over. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Oh, hell. Yeah. These two guys are beating on him, and then he kind of gets a shine, and then they just destroy him. And then they keep all the heat. And then they, they leave. So even, I don't understand why they push the naturals so hard. What's even worse is that the crowd was literally chanting for Hoyt to make his comeback. So like yeah, the whole the whole turn was done. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck because I'm almost certain that when we get that when we watch Impact for like the the week after this or whatever, it's gonna be right back to fucking business for Hoyt. You know? I'm sure. Which yeah. is like what was the point of the naturals beating him up other than just to give the naturals heat for no 
Fuck the naturals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck honestly, them. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck them. Yeah, moving on. Uh, we we cut to backstage where uh, Dusty Rhodes is with uh, his ladies, Trinity and Tracy. Uh, oh, yeah. Apparently, before the show went live, there was there was a little scrap in the in the parking lot between AMW and Team Canada. So, by request of AMW, the stipulation of the tag team championship cage match is now it's also a strap match. <laughs> because yes, a strap in the gimmicks. Gimmicks. Mm-hmm. We got yes. gimmicks. <laughs> and then, uh. <laughs> I, I mean, it. they were literally just throwing all these. It was like, yeah, they were just wrestling. Like, do shit. Open up the wrestling goddamn thesaurus. Or you just open up the wrestling thesaurus. Uh, Bro, still cage, uh, strap match, uh, regular tag. Huh? Perfect. He literally went to the editor on Wrestling Empire. Shout out to M. Dickey, by the way, and uh, yeah. he just he just said, let me select every single option and throw it in the cage. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck, bro? Why? I just don't understand why. So many gimmicks. It's too little time. So, after that announcement's made, uh, Tracy and Trinity are tasked with randomly choosing who will be the first two competitors to enter Lethal Lockdown. So, they end up picking Jeff Jarrett, and Sean Waltman. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I'm glad we got that out of the way. So then... My announcement was Dusty announced Waltman and Jared starting off the gimmick. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of moving on quickly, I'd like to get through this as fast as possible. Oh, we got fuck. fucking Bob yeah. Rude with Scott Demore and A1 Steak Sauce, Alistair Ralphs. Versus Dustin Rhodes in a Prince of Darkness death match inside a steel cage. I made that joke on the last pod, and people aren't going to hear that. But... Yeah, well, I made it for you, kid. Yeah. How do y'all? How do y'all <laughs> feel about Team Canada? I fucking love Team Canada, but I hate this match. Can't stand them. Oh, you know what? You know what? As an Amer- as an American, I fucking hate Team. Can- I hate Canada. You know why? Because they are a natural enemy. You know Mexico that? North, as Zeb Coulter no, would put it. I love, yeah, I love Team Canada. Yeah, Team Canada rules, but this like, match is well, the fucking most part, I don't shit. I don't like A one. You don't like I mean, steak I sauce? Like no, I don't like steak sauce. What the fuck? But I like everybody else. I like literally everybody else. Oh, this match is also two out of three falls because <laughs> yeah. because I guess that's what a Prince of Darkness death match is in the cage. So it's a. <laughs> Two, yeah, well, yeah, it's a match in a cage that is a regular match, sort of, that is also a two out of three falls match. But if the third fall happens, then they get blindfolded. Yeah, if it goes to the third fall, it's a blindfold match because why not? (laughs) Bro, I have never in all of my like 18 years of watching pro wrestling ever seen a blindfold match that wasn't the drizzling shits mm-hmm. I there's really, no such thing I, as a good blindfold match well first off what motherfucker in their right mind wants to watch two grown ass men stumble around in a big ass ring trying to find each other <laughs> no one wants this no one first off no one asked for this match Absolutely no one wanted this. This match was unnecessary. This match also had a ref bump. Yo, for real, this match was long for no reason. 
This match had a lot of shit, Thief. It was long as shit, and the first count was... The first pinfall was in the first two minutes. <laughs> yeah, so... At one point, you know... This match in a cage, that's a two out of three falls match that ends up becoming a gimmick. It... Uh, rude schoolboy is Dustin, and he hikes his legs all the way up to the goddamn top rope for leverage. Very obviously. Very obviously. Very, very obviously. And he gets the pin, you know, which is... Which apparently was against the rules. And a cage. And a a death match? (laughs) Death match? And after he does that, later on, who is it? It's uh, Dustin trying to get a fall, and Rude puts his leg on the bottom rope. Like, what kind of dumb shit? I just... I don't know the inconsistencies. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a rope breaking in a in in a cage match. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, sick of my hoop, bro. Yeah, <laughs> this match so, fucking you know, not, not a whole lot. Yeah, not a whole lot. Ma- not a whole lot happens in this match after the uh, nothing at all. After the first fall, Dustin hits a shattered shattered dreams at some point. It's not the shattered dreams. Okay, he hits the nut kick, and then he hits a super <laughs> kick, or he hits a super flex. Um, Don West started mumbling some stuff because you know he runs out of he runs out of uh, shit to say. Yeah, yeah, he ended up saying Dustin Rude because he was so out of breath. Uh, That's amazing. nothing happens in this match. You know, just literally, everyone it's almost nothing. Working holds this and sucking wind. Yes, well, that's a Dustin Rhodes like... match. Is working holds and sucking wind. Yeah, Dustin Rhodes did not want to be here. He just did not want to be here. This match, this match was ass. I'm gonna just say this match was ass. This match was terrible. Yeah. This match was garbage. This match was dog so, water. After an incredibly long second fall, Dustin Rhodes hits a top uh, top rope bulldog, and he gets the he gets the win. And then Rudy so, Charles he's... just comes through with the fucking blindfolds while both men are still down. <laughs> Yeah. So when yeah he blindfolds the dudes, they get to their feet. You know they hit the ref. So ref bump in this confusing match. Scott Demore come or who was it? Who threw the chair? Did Demore throw? Yeah, the chair it was over? Demore. Yeah, Demore throws the chair over, and then he gets in the ring. It's pelted by Rude because you know whatever. Yeah, Rude, yeah, Rude, yeah. Rude, Rude hits him in the face with a fucking chair. Out of nowhere, Cassidy Riley comes out, but I didn't see him. He doesn't do anything. Nobody, I don't. I mean, I didn't see him at all. But he was apparently there. That's what I heard in a commentary. Uh, he came out and told Dustin where he was. I guess so. There was cheating in this match, which from the baby face. Yeah, that as well. And it's really confusing. Whatever, whatever it takes he, to end this this fucking shit Dustin, show. Clocks him in the face with the chair, hard as fuck, and then he pits and wins. Yay. I gotta admit, I'd be fucking terrified to take a to take a unprotected chair shot, and I can't even see it coming. He literally. I just don't want to take an unprotected chair shot, but well, yeah, that, but also not moment. knowing when it's coming. Especially if I'm blindfolded, I definitely wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, it's like fuck, dude. I came in like brace for it. <laughs> Ain't no bracing, brother. Just take it, take the whole load. <laughs> fucking Christ, I guess so. At least it was the finish, so you can just get the hell out of there after, but goddamn. True. 
So thankfully we move on from whatever the hell that was and we have Shane Douglas backstage with Christopher Daniels. Uh, they talk about how the X on his shoulder is more important than Triple X ever was to him. Uh, nice. Uh, Either Skipper then interrupts and tells Daniels that he's a pussy bitch and uh, that the world is watching and the time is right. And uh, Daniels is visibly just absolutely shook and scampers off. Indeed. And then we move on to what is quite possibly the... Might be... Might be... The worst match on the card, purely because of how sh- fucked as shit the entire thing was. <laughs> the, the wrestling, the content of the match, like, the wrestling was very good, but oh my fucking god. So this was, one never... of those, this was one of the complicated TNA gimmicks that they like to do. It was, it was already complicated because it's a tag match. It was an exhibition is... shootout. Yeah, it was an ex- well, yeah, it's an exhibition shootout, which is a tag match that is also elimination. So it's tag, and then elimination, and then it becomes a, I guess, three-way dance at that point is what it would technically become. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then one on one, one on one, and it's just oh, and that's already confusing enough. The one on one, you didn't have to escape to win. Yeah. Yeah. So because of the cage, you got to escape the cage. Oh my fucking! Oh, there. Oh, just think about this match is pissing no me off. Anyone Everything about listening. this match pisses me off. There's, there's literally no possible way anyone listening right now is go hear all that and not have to rewind. <laughs> no possible way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that sucks, dude. God, this match was so fucking bad. So we Yo, have. Keep in mind. Keep in mind. This is. This will become. You know. It will be every man for himself. It really is every man for himself. It will definitely become every man for themselves. I mean, yeah, the whole fucking yeah, thing with the tag, the whole tag team part was they just tagging whoever the hell you want, kid. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah, was like the that, point of the tag really team part? <laughs> if from, from it's a common all that sense to... perspective, why not just tag someone in and then not come back into the match? <laughs> Bill, you know, I'd like to ask Sanjay Dutt that question. <laughs> Personally, oh, so I'd like to ask him a lot of questions. <laughs> so, in this X Division shootout gimmick bullshit, we have Michael Shane with Trinity versus Sanjay Dutt versus Chris Sabin versus Shocker. And on this show, in this match, is actually Sanjay Dutt's return to TNA, which makes mm-hmm. this whole thing just make even less sense. Yeah, yeah welcome back, Brenda. Yeah, fucking dorky. So, of course, with any match that shockers and they immediately start talking about that fucking McDonald's commercial that I cannot find anywhere on the internet, so it is clearly not real. Yes. Uh, if I Brilliant. can't find it, it's not real. <laughs> Pure and simple. It's not real. It's fake. Yeah. So, Sanjay and Saban do some cool uh, X-Division wrestling pizzazz shit. Universal, whatever. Pretty cool stuff. Dutt and Saban are doing a cool 2003 indie. Says it looks like these guys are in a circus. And <laughs> that's exactly why people hate it. Yeah, it was a fucking circus. <laughs> I loved it though because it was Sanjay Dutt and Saban. I mean, it was cool, but I love the guys who were doing it, not so much what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, I understand why people wouldn't like that because I mean, he called the spot how he saw it. I mean, it was a correct. Call, but yeah, it was pizzazz and bullshit and whatever, bro. It was, it was cool, whatever. 
It was just a Young Bucks match. You know, I almost tapped into my inner hatred for a certain somebody that I tapped into earlier, but I want to keep that off pod. I don't want to. Yeah, don't we'll, wanna we'll, we'll sit. We'll sit, We'll let that sit in the freezer for a bit. Let it little freezer it. burn. Yeah. So, at first, I was very confused because in the beginning of the match, Chris Sabin and Michael Shane were on the same side of the ring for the beginning of the tag match, which made absolutely no sense to me. Seeing as, yeah. you know, as someone who was actively watching this show week to week, Chris Sabin and Michael Shane fucking hate each other. <laughs> and at, at which point then I realized, oh, the tag rules are non-existent. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good match. Fucking Michael Shane gets ass kicked by like everyone else in this match as he deserves. Uh, Shocker does a bulldog, which, I mean, if I... If I'm Dustin Rhodes, I'm gonna fucking chat. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking finish. Oh hell no! My finisher. You took what's my a, finisher. What's a finish? <laughs> That's a good question. Thank you, Mister Snow. So, <laughs> fucking seminars. So. Anyway, Michael Shane gets his ass kicked. Sanjay Dutt does a bunch of cool shit. There's this weird spot where, uh, where they do some. I don't even know how to fucking explain this. So, uh, Michael Shane gets like trapped in the corner, and okay, okay. I, I do you it. want do you want to explain it? It Shane does an inverted tarantula to Shocker. So Dutt then does a head and arm choke, and then Saban puts him in a Boston Crab. Yeah, so everyone everyone in this is getting fucking hurt except Shocker because so you know. Well but, uh, he's being put into the inverted tarantula. Was that Shocker who was Oh, I thought it was Michael Shane who was being done to. Shane does it to Shocker. Oh I don't dude, this match is such a Shocker fucking Shane bro, this this this, this spot is so Shane complicated. Arm choke on the mat. And then that's when Saban comes and puts him in the box. Ah, uh, yeah. This spot is so complicated, bro. I don't even fucking know what's happening anymore. At I mean, this I point, I was just it. dying for someone to get oh, out of this bro. match. Or, yeah. Yeah. This match gave me cornetism. <laughs> this outlaw mud <laughs> show <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after this, I think this was the first time we got someone breaking up a pin and it was shocker <laughs> and yeah don west was like huh why did you do that <laughs> so and Saban go at it for a little while and then Saban counters a gamangiri and dut then does a phoenix splash which to shocker is, i love and the then, phoenix splash oh I, oh this, that move is great yeah it should have been a finish right but no michael shane he he broke up and <laughs> <laughs> What's an elimination match? <laughs> Don't know, bro. Dude's never fucking talked to about Al Snow. Watching this match made me real like I see like Pac do Phoenix Flashes and I see like Seth Rollins when he was still Tyler Black doing Phoenix Flashes. And it was just bro, like that, that movie's great. Uh, more people should do Phoenix Flashes. Yeah, I mean Pac was doing Phoenix Flashes at this time in the indies, like this is 2005, he'd have been there. Everyone's been fucking doing it. No, no move was original anymore. No one could have anything. Like the Canadian destroyer. Yeah. So. Oh well, that just got worse over time. Bro, don't even get me stuck. 
started. I will. Mm, no, I'm not even. <laughs> all right. So after all that nonsense, Duck gets his face slammed into the cage. Shane hits him with a super kick, and then Shocker kicks him, kicks Michael Shane, and then he does a rolling elbow spin gimmick to uh, Duck and eliminates him. And Dude, the crowd, why, I, yeah, they were pissed. <laughs> they were pissed. Not once on Duck eliminated. See ya. Look, bro, I understand you don't want to book him to win the gimmick, but you could have at least kicked him out second after Michael Shane's bitch ass. Like, the crowd was not... The crowd was not a fan of this at all, dog. Like, oh, they were. It was like, it was like Daniel Bryan getting eliminated from the Royal Rumble. Like, the venue was not happy at all. This match mm-hmm. lost all credibility. Yeah, it wasn't even heat. It was just straight-up displeasure. <laughs> Hey, speaking of credibility, shout out to uh, Just Incredible. Oh, shout out! I'll be taking the liberties thing. So you know, at our Twitter, you know, twitter.com forward slash you know, at TLProSpod. You can follow us there, like Just Incredible does. Yeah, Just Incredible follows us, so you should too, you jabroni. ECW original dog, Just Incredible. ECW original. Yeah, he heard he heard the the fucking uh, the Kawasaki Dream gimmick, and he was like, "Dude, these guys are pretty based." Yeah, he he heard that we reviewed two ECW TV episodes. He's like, "Oh, maybe us one day." I mean, maybe that's true. Now he's gonna hear us talk about a bunch of a bunch of marks breaking up pinfalls elimination chain. We go unfollow. Yeah, he's gonna unfollow us with the swiftness, and you know, it was cool. I I got the screenshot already. Yeah, you got the receipt. We have receipts. Yeah, yeah, it exists. The shocker is going to be why Just Incredible stopped liking us. <laughs> the shocker is the um, part of the reason I started to dislike this match. <laughs> yeah, so after all that nonsense, Trinity comes out and she goes to climb up the cage to help Michael Shane. And then Tracy comes out. It's like, oh, no, no, bitch. And then she starts selling her foot really badly. And Don West and Mike Tanay are telling the cameraman, hey, pan the fuck up, jackass, because Trinity's <laughs> on the top, and the cameraman is just really focused on Tracy's bad selling for whatever reason. I really I really love how it was the commentary desk who told the cameraman to look up and not the dudes in the truck whose job yeah. is to tell the cameraman to fucking look up. So they almost missed it, but they just got it. Tracy, well, I, I say just got it, but they did have to cut to the hard cam so i guess the guy he did technically miss it um the cameraman pans up and it shows that tracy's on top or trinity's on top of the cage and she does a moonsault onto three remaining dudes she takes out her own man like what the hell she almost missed him too if she she had jumped like another like foot half a foot further she would have completely missed him she said i want your cousin yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. You know that happened to me once. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Yo, how, let me get your cousin's fucking line. Oh my god. I mean, you can tell the story if you want, but or we can. Oh well, uh, I was in like fucking like tenth grade. I thought I, I thought I was the the coolest dude. Oh no, sophomore year. I finally had some female attention. She was like, hey, hey, brother, where your cousin at? I was like, what? 
<laughs> oh, brother. She, she said, what, man? What did she say to you? Bro, see, I, how did, I can't how did she approach like, you. I can't remember what exactly she said because this was like 10th grade. Can I get a cousin, man? Right. <laughs> she was like, she, it was something along the lines of like, like I'm cool or whatever, but uh, she's already talking to my cousin or something like that. I was like, oh. what? Like, you couldn't tell me this that's, two that's weeks a... ago? <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, so and then I put on my uh, OJ Simpson glove and then I was uh, whoa, oh, whoa, 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 ski. And so, uh, oh my after God. That gimmick there, Tracy comes in through the door and then Michael Shane pieces her the fuck out. And she gets caught up on her. It's like it hurt like hell. And uh, then he gets hit with a cradle shock and eliminated. Thank God. Yeah. So now it's down to Shocker and Chris Saban. And Shocker immediately, with the two trillion IQ, tries to escape the cage. But of course, Chris Saban's a pretty quick guy. Catches him. They do some wrestling shit in the ring. Uh, they go. They both crotch each other on the top rope. They fall back <laughs> into the ring. <laughs> I'll never under man. I'm fucking crotching always scares me. Okay, and then they climb up, and then they are hitting each other after they climb the cage, and they both fall down. But chocolate. Can yeah, I? You- can we? Can we talk about the stupidity of Chris Saban in this specific situation? Yeah, please do. Like, why would yeah, you? Uh, if, so, it's a, so- if you're both on top of the cage, and the goal is to hit the ground first, why would you aid Shocker into hitting the ground first? Yeah, so so Shocker and Saban were both literally like holding on to the outer wall of the cage, and Saban thinks it's a bright idea to fucking smash Shocker's face off the cage, to which he falls off, and Saban's like, oh shit, and jumps (laughs) off right after him, but obviously he's not going to make it in time, so Shocker wins the match because Chris Saban is a fucking goomba. It's like, imagine being in a Money in the Bank match. And then unhooking like the little the little briefcase, fucking, fucking yeah yeah you like pull the hook. clip open and then someone else grabs it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like come you pull on. the clip, you pull the clip open and then just like turn it down and you let the briefcase fall down into someone else's hands. That's what is that not how Otis won? Well, that was a bit more fumbling, but it's pretty much the same thing. At least, at, least, at least AJ, at least AJ Styles actually pulled it down. He just dropped it because he's a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. True. Anyway, uh, so that that match happened. It sucked. Yeah, my they God. put two go the distance matches back to back, and that sucked. The pacing was just horrible to watch. It'll blow you right up watching this show, bro. Literally, so these tired. like these like four matches straight of just absolutely what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. From from the. That rude and uh, Dustin Rhodes gimmick all the way up through the tag team title match. I was like, "What the fuck?" Hey, Raven and Jeff Hardy was hitting though. It was hitting, but fuck, dude, it dragged on. Over, yeah, every match. over overbooked is not a strong every enough match. word. So, Let, let's go ahead and kind of speed through the rest of the show because I really want to talk about our other thing. If I'm being honest, yeah, make me cry That's again, please. Fun. Yeah, that's much more interesting. Can I get it? Yeah, you already know. <laughs> so we have <laughs> Jeff Hardy versus Raven in a tables match and a steel cage. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Hardy brings chairs with him to the ring. Raven fucking gets domed in the face, or he almost gets domed in the face when Hardy throws one at him, and he uses the other chair to beat Raven's ass with it. Uh, yeah, keeps beating right. on Raven's ass with it. And then just super early in the match, Raven hits the Raven Effect DDT, which was very out of nowhere. Uh, just kind of happened. Yeah. yeah, I was like, here's my finish. Here you go. What's a finish? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so then he he uh, has this table set up over in one of the corners, and he lays Jeff up across it. So so it's like leaning on the corner. And he goes to tackle, but of course, you know, it's early in the match, and so Jeff gets out of the way. And per the normal rules of a tables match, it only counts if someone puts you through it, not if you put yourself through it. So uh, it's all good. It's all it's all kosher here. Uh, yeah. Jeff does some more chair work on Raven, beating on him, choking him, doing things to do with chairs. Uh, then he and does. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no! Not this the, ain't not sophomore the year, not, buddy. Not the not the first part. <laughs> Jeez, bro. <laughs> <Chairs>. <laughs> You're out of the fucking cuff, bro. Relax. Gotta make the show grow, not kill it. I kill my gimmick. So, Jeff Hardy does his uh does like an Arabian leg drop type of thing, where it's basically like an Arabian, Arabian, Arabian uh face buster. You know, like with the chair under your booty cheeks. But <laughs> Jeff uses his legs and does the gimmick he does, or whatever with the, the leg drop between the legs and shit. Uh, Jeff then starts beating on Raven, throwing him over the cage and shit. And then, this was really weird, I don't know why they said this, but DW and Tanae note that Raven had lost some weight recently due to a, uh, a personal bout with food poisoning, but he might be such a sick fuck that he uses something <laughs> like food poisoning to get fired up for a match. I don't know what the it's fuck really, they're talking about. It's a really baby-faced thing to mention that he recently overcame a f- illness. Uh, about an illness, and now he's wrestling. Yeah, like, what the hell? Potential amount of weight. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, maybe we don't need say him that. for this pandemic, dog. <laughs> so yeah. Jeff throws Raven's face across the cage a bunch of times. He's bleeding. He's gooshing. And a uh, bunch of more wrestling shit in the cage. Jeff goes to the top rope. Raven falls and does this almost stroke bulldog thing. I don't know what the hell they were doing. It was something. Uh, it they was get something. back to their feet. Hardy hits a twist of fate. An actual twist of fate, not that stunner garbage. <laughs> and uh, I fucking hate twist that. Of hate. Don't, don't that twist of yeah. bullshit. The twist of hate. Wow, that is. Ugh. Another me. Journey. Yeah, yeah, that's a true. Yeah. Copyright claimed. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, probably. It was less than six. It was less than six seconds. Well, nah, nah, I don't tell anything like Jeff Hardy. So you know. <laughs> Uh, so then Hardy sets up a table in the middle of the ring, chair shots Raven as he falls onto the table, and then Hardy, as slowly as he fucking can, climbs the corner, climbs a cage, and takes a sweet-ass time jumping from the top, and you already know what's about to happen. Yeah. I, I wrote in my notes, before he even jumped, can't wait to see him crash and burn. He crashes and burns. <laughs> Raven, oh, yeah. Raven's literally hanging halfway off the table as Jeff's on the top of the cage, like completely telegraphing what he's gonna do. Like, if I'm Jeff Hardy, yeah. I'm be like, you know what? Fuck this. Just get down. <laughs> Fuck this. He was high, dog. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. high on high on wrestling. Very high in the air. Yes, he was. Yes, he, he was. was. Very up. up in the <laughs> air. Up in the air, yes. He was high in the sky. So Raven steps away, and Jeff jumps through the fucking table, and it explodes into a literal million pieces. 
<laughs> fucking dude died for no reason. Yeah, just because he's on he's on uh he's on pay per view. It's all good. They they cut to a, a, a fan in the crowd who's absolutely mortified by what just happened. <laughs> absolutely horrified, and I love it. I love that shit. I love when they cut to like random women in the crowd just absolutely disgusted by what they're seeing yeah, because the women that were dragged by their boyfriends to the show were just absolutely horrified. not happening. Oh, it got worse not later. <laughs> it gets worse later. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. They did not want to see that match at all. No, but I did. <laughs> so Raven, Raven's face is literally just the Crimson Mask. He's fucked. Uh, low blow to Hardy. Raven uses a broken piece of the table that he exploded through and tries to literally murder Jeff Hardy with it. He tries to fucking stab him in the, in the face with it. My god. Uh, some more chair shit. Uh, Hardy does that. That uh, drop toe hold into the chair. On Raven because you got, oh, go to use your spot, kid. Uh, mm. They show more crowd shots of people actively looking away from the match, which in some contexts I'd be seen really bad. <laughs> Not in this one, though. No, that was a good thing, I guess. Uh, Jeff climbs a cage, tries to escape, sort of. <laughs> he stands on top of the door. God. I don't know what the point was <laughs> to try to escape the cage. <laughs> the fucking tables match. That was pointless. He, he did it for no reason. He was, he he he. You know, he wasn't all the way there. No, and, uh, no he, he was like, tired. He was yeah. He was tired. He was real tired. He yeah. was discombobulated and disoriented. You know, he was just. He was something tired. He, he was, was just a little tired. That robot tussing. Yeah, the tussing. <laughs> yeah, he's feeling a little sick before the match. You know, he had a little food poison. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff climbs over the top of the cage and he's like pretty much hovering over the door and then he gets crotched on it. Raven uh he, he like shakes the door to crotch him on the door. Jeff manages to then grab the cage and like pull himself towards it to slam the, the door into Raven's face. Uh while while he's like up on it or whatever. <laughs> Jeff then decides, Oh yeah, shit, this is a fucking tables match. I don't know why I'm out here. So he climbs back in. And goes for a falling nothing, getting boots to the face, which the crowd booed at. I'm not sure they're booing the spot or Raven. <laughs> I think they booed because it just looked like shit. bad. <laughs> looked like shit. Yeah, like you yeah. knew the flying nothing. Like some of them are kind of, you can tell. Most of them. Yeah, but this was like an extreme flying nothing. Like this was. Yeah. Like, dude, it was going for absolutely nothing. He <laughs> 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 was just falling. <laughs> So, One of the only good flying nothings I've ever seen is when Carl flying nothing and landed to Randy Orton's RKO. Because I could have believed he was like going for a crossbody or something. The way yeah, he's like, yeah. eating shit. Oh my god. Yeah. So after Jeff Hardy gets boots to the face, he gets a mud hole stomped in his fucking head. And then Raven sets up the, the quadruple table spot. Where he's got uh, the set of two stacked on top of each other. Uh, then they, they fight around the ring. Bunch of bullshit. Hardy starts fighting back and knocks Raven onto the tables. Does a leg drop from the top of the cage and drives Raven through only half of the tables. <laughs> for the win. It kind of sucks that they missed literally half the spot, but at least they still kind of did it. So I'll give them that. It was an okay match. I liked that the fucking fans were disgusted by what they were seeing. That was pretty sick. Uh 
like I said before, it gets way worse in the in the uh, the main event. It gets way worse. That's what I live for. In a good way. The main event actually. Ruled oh, it was so, dude. That shit ruled so hard. Oh my god. So, uh, so then we move into America's <laughs> most wanted versus Team Canada in a strap match for the NWA Tag Team Championships in a cage. <clears throat> Where to start? Where to fucking start? So, <laughs> oh man. So, <laughs> fucking this fucking this pay per view release really fucking with me. Uh, so, Petey Williams and Eric Young are the representatives of Team Canada in this match, and I fucking hate Canada so much. I hate Canada. <laughs> Yeah. And Alistair Rouse is outside in their corner. Uh, Scott Demore is not around because he got fucking beamed in the face earlier by Robert Roode. So teams come out, bullshit, whatever. At the bell, uh, Petey Williams escapes the cage immediately, and Chris Harris jumps out the door before it closes and drops Petey Williams. Eric Young also tries to escape, but he's caught between both of them AMW. <laughs> pull on his legs as he sat at the top of the cage. Oh my god, that looked brutal. Getting yeah. pulled like that. Oh my god, they're trying to break him in half. It was Mortal Kombat or something. So, Petey Williams brings Chris Harris down from the cage, and then he gets back into the ring. As Chris Harris tries to enter, Alistair Rouse from behind hits him in the back of the head with the NWA Tag Team Championship, and then he hits James Storm in the face with with it as he tries to do some shit about it. Do something. Do something. <laughs> so Williams and Younger are in the uh, the ring alone with James Storm while Alistair fucking puppy I literally wrote my notes that he's puppy guarding Chris Harris on the floor. Puppy guarding. He's fucking puppy guarding this motherfucker. He's like, I'm not gonna yeah. let you get in this ring no matter what. So which is basically the the, the story of this match for like the next ten minutes is that Chris Harris Pretty cannot much. get yeah. in the fucking ring. <laughs> So, a bunch of double-team shit. They beat up... Uh, J- I almost called him Lance Storm. James Storm. <laughs> Fucking Lance Christ. Storm. God, I wish it was Lance Storm sometimes. The better Storm. James Storm's getting his ass kicked. He's a bloody mess. Uh, Williams, then, in the ring, pulls down the American flag that is posted at the top of the cage because, God damn it, I hate Canada. <laughs> so much. Yeah. Uh, they start beating on Storm and choking him with it. Don't say a word, Thief, I swear to God. No, I'm not saying nothing. Uh, yeah, you better not. So, <laughs> James Storm starts to fight back. Jawbreaker to Young, ends Gary to Williams. Harris drops Alistair and starts climbing the cage with Eric Young. Literally fucking... <laughs> Eric Young flings himself headfirst into the cage to stop Chris Harris from climbing in. <laughs> I don't know why he thought that was the plan. <laughs> To literally dive head first into the fucking... He took his ass... He took himself out doing this. He had the Jeff Hardy food poisoning. He couldn't think. <laughs> Shit, that's gonna be the thing. Sometimes you have to do the thing... To do the thing. To win. You gotta do the gimmick to gimmick, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. So... I know exactly. <laughs> I hate that I do, but I know exactly what you mean. Harris is still trying to get in the fucking ring. This shit sucks. I hate this match. Fucking. <laughs> I can't keep it together anymore. Uh, Petey Williams on the top rope does this weird leap over where he lands on the top rope and jumps back onto Storm and just gets fucking powerbombed. 
I don't know what he was planning on doing here. Uh, Storm gets wounds in the military press, throws him in the cage. I thought that was pretty cool, despite the fact, I mean, he's, he's bloodied up. I don't know I can see anything anymore. Storm then, yeah. this this is when the straps finally come into play. Uh, Storm gets one of the straps and just starts beating the fucking dog piss out of Eric Young with it. Just whipping the shit out of this kid. Uh, then a tornado DDT, just stormed by Williams, and they do all sorts of shit to keep him down. Alistair is still beating up on Harris, keeping him out of the match. Uh, Storm is just getting overwhelmed, and Harris manages to... <laughs> fucking remember how exactly he did this but Harris manages to stop Alistair with a catapult into the ring post and then throwing him into the steps um, so he's 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 stopped he's done and yeah he I don't know why Harris did this but he gets to the top of the cage it's a fucking double clothesline <laughs> to uh to Williams and Young I don't know what the hell this thing is it's crazy uh then Harris gets a strap goes to town Bunch of bullshit, wrestling stuff, heart attack by AMW for a two on Young, more wrestling shit. Uh, at some point, fucking <laughs> Alistair hands the hockey stick to Team Canada that has the, the Canadian bullshit wrapped around it. The Canadian flag, not the bullshit. Yeah, the Canadian bullshit. You got damn right. Fuck Canada. <laughs> I didn't even mean that. This is how I put it. God damn it. I hate Canada. <laughs> I love America. America number one. Zero percent Canada viewership. <laughs> That's for true. So, get the stick. The bullshit. Cracks Harris across the back for a two count. I don't know why DW today thought that was the end of the match. What the hell? It's a hockey stick. What the fuck? So then, Alice. I mean, that's going to finish. Uh, I mean, it could have been, but this is, this is a strap match. This is overbooked by, by nature. Sure. <laughs> This match is overbooked by nature. So then Alistair, through one of the holes for the cameraman, fucking pours some 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 white powder into uh into Pete Williams' hand. But as he goes to throw it into James Storm's face, he gets kicked in the hand and throws it into his own face. So then Eric Young drops James Storm and, and tries to help Williams. But he meal kicks Young in the balls and does a Canadian, a literal Canadian destroyer to Eric Young. And uh, so then AMW used this opportunity to set up the death sentence on Williams and they win. And they wave the American flag after the match and get ultra epic, super cool USA chants. Because USA, 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 USA. I love America. Oh, yeah. Because you already know that Canada is a piece of trash. <laughs> You're damn right. You're damn right. <laughs> this angle's horrible. Who's <laughs> literally our yeah, neighbor? So we America hate wins. <laughs> I mean, it's literally America's most wanted team in Canada. So I mean, what, what America. Read the yeah, name. Wins. Uh, the Canadians are fools. And as always, no Canadians have ever beaten an yeah. American ever. Not I mean, once. Ever. Not once. Nope. Ever. Nope. Never. Never once. Not even a little bit. Nope. So <laughs> then we move on to a match that didn't suck. Thank God. And it didn't go that long, which is kind of fucked up because then the dudes are in it. But uh Yeah. We have Elix Skipper versus Christopher Daniels for the X Division Championship. You know, of course it's a cage match. They do some 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 pretty regular feeling out, whatever the fuck, in the beginning. 
I mean, they're former tag team partners, so they pretty much have a, they have a pretty good idea of like what they're going at and whatever. Uh, early on in the match, Daniels goes for Angel's wings. Can't lock in those arms because, you know, it's the fucking beginning of the match, bro. Come on. Gotta work up to it. It's that, it's that fire pro. Use your lows and your mediums and your highs. Right. Exactly, yeah. Then, this goes for a play of the day, but it's countered. <laughs> I love that I wrote this in my notes. Elix and kayfabes Daniels by refusing to run beneath the leapfrog three times in a row. Oh, yeah. And I fucking love that. He's like, go through my fucking legs. And he's like, no, I'm not going to fucking do that. What the hell? No. I'm not going to go through your legs. No. No, bro. Then Elix does the uh, the Hulk Hogan fired up you gimmick out of the corner. I don't know. I don't know where he thought he could do this, from, brother. That's my shit. And uh, <laughs> then Daniels gets Elix into a fireman's carry, drives her into the cage, fucking shoulder and elbow first. I still don't know if that was planned or not. It looked like a fucking schmoz. Absolutely destroyed. It, it led to to Skipper's arm being the uh, the target of the match, which which is what led me to wonder what the hell is going on with that. So Skipper, what arm was it? Whichever arm hit the cage. <laughs> Ready. Probably the right one, I think. Based on the corner they fell into, I think it was his right arm. So so Skipper is basically fucking handicapped for the rest of this match because he can't do half a jack shit. He's got one arm, bro. He's that future Gohan type beat. He's trying to get it done, but he can't with the one arm. Fucking... He does a bunch of stuff trying to make comebacks repeatedly in the match, but Daniel's just just, just killing him. Uh, he does this cool, I hate they called it, that commentary called it the Matrix or whatever, but he, he Skipper pretty much bends, complete, yeah, he bridges all the way back to avoid a, uh, to avoid a moonsault from Daniel's, almost called a moonsault gimmick. Oh my god, I need to fucking stop. <laughs> Then, the not everything is a gimmick. Not everything's a fucking gimmick, unless you're me, and then there's a gimmick. Yeah. So, so he literally like drops down to his back or whatever, and just comes straight up. Oh, like oh my god, he's an athlete. My Matrix god. style, you know, real ma- epic just Matrix like style. Matrix when you when you when you shone back. Yeah, and yeah. Neo was like, oh shit, I can do it too. Or what I actually <laughs> said to Neo. Yeah, don't you know that Elix Skipper did it first? Ah, oh, that's for true. He did it six years after him, and he still did it first. <laughs> so, <laughs> Daniels of the Year, <laughs> this is fucked, man. This whole thing's fucked. Daniels of the Uranagi, then the, then the BME, but uh, he kicks out at two. I was shocked he kicked out, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Daniels and scales the cage. Yeah. So is confession without a fish, you know? Yeah, but if I'm not winning on my finish, I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> the fuck? Daniel right. Daniel scales the cage, gets crotched by Skipper. Skipper then goes for the one thing everybody wants to see, but Chris Daniels is a heel, oh, so he yeah. can't let him do it. The the little the little tightrope walk onto the top of the cage because yeah. I'm not taking that bump. Yeah, but... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but my bump card is almost full. I can't be doing that shit. Are you kidding me? So Daniels climbs down, Elix leaps down into Daniels and the referee. And then Daniels goes for the Angel's Wings, but Elix fights him up into the position for a sudden death. But uh, he walks backwards into the ropes, allowing Daniels to escape because he's got a shitty shoulder, kid. And uh, so Daniels yeah. escapes, lends the Angel's Wings, gets the dub. 
pretty good match all in all, despite the fact that Elix Skipper was basically handicapped for the whole thing, so he really couldn't do much of anything to, to you know, do impressive Elix Skipper things. But, yeah. uh, what can you do? This was 16 years ago. <laughs> God, my guys. 2004 was 16 years ago! Oh, no! Fuck. That's awful. I hate that realization. Yeah. So then backstage, Dusty draws the third contestant to enter Lethal Lockdown to determine which side gets the uh, advantage. That's the word. Not the gimmick. <laughs> Not everything is a gimmick. It, bro, my vocabulary <laughs> is ruined. God yeah, damn it. Oh, the outlaw right. is chosen as number three, so of course the heels get the, the advantage as they should because it's a fucking not war games match not war games that's for true not war games it becomes <laughs> even less war games when they put the roof on it later on that's for true fuck billy Gunn, by the way hey, yo by the way fuck ddp's theme music <laughs> Thankfully, in this match, you only heard it for like two seconds, but oh my god, fuck it. This match sucked. Oh, yeah, it sucked. You know what the best part of this match was? I'll tell you right now what it was. It was Jeff Jarrett's shirt. Oh, I was just going to say when it ended. Well, that, but Jeff Jarrett's t-shirt was the best part of the match while it was being contested. Y'all got to start recommending me better TNA shows. Bro, bro, look, 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 look. We We wanted you on this show for the other thing, not because of this. Okay. You gotta understand, it was just purely circumstantial bad timing. That's really all it was. I, I literally apologized to you personally in the DMs when I was like, yo, you gotta watch Lockdown, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. I know what I was getting into. Sorry. I, I did get to see Monty Brown, though. So that's that's for true. You did get to see Monty yeah. Brown, but you also had to see The Outlaw and DDP. And the guy who came out instead of Kevin <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm yeah. so I'm so upset. I'm gonna get to the ship. So we got Sean Waltman, DDP, and Vacant versus Jeff Jarrett, the Outlaw, Kip James, Billy Gunn, Ass Man guy, and Monty Brown. <laughs> the only person in this match that I didn't want to fucking get off my screen was Monty Brown. <laughs> and Jeff Jarrett to a lesser extent, but still. Uh Jeff Jarrett's wearing this custom NBA style wrestling T-shirt, and on the back of it, it says, <laughs> "It says Big League Stroke." <laughs> big, big League Stroke. This man's got the Big, big League Stroke. Stroke. That Take that better. as you will. No, 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 no. <laughs> Call it whatever you want. Take it as you will. <laughs> it means whatever you want it to me. <laughs> He's got a big. He's got a big hog. What? What is stroke? Stroke in what? In what league? My girlfriend said I got big league stroke. Wow. <laughs> Why you that's, that's interesting. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, this match, <laughs> so this match gets underway, and, um, <clears throat> fucking Sean Walton. I mean, Waltman comes out and he's got the trash can, yeah. aka the rest of his team. And, <laughs> That's and, also uh, true. True. Oh my god, true. 
Yeah, and then he runs at Jeff Jarrett and starts whacking him with the trash can, blah, blah, blah. That was, this match stupid. This match is stupid. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um blah blah blah. They do a bunch of a bunch of hoot nanny and a who cares. Sean Warren right. does a crossbody off a table, which is fine, I guess. He almost broke the table. Yeah, he, he, he almost fucked up the table. <laughs> yeah, he almost messed up the tables. Um Jeff Jerry got hit by a cowbell because why we're, not? Like, we're in the South, yeah. baby. <laughs> this match is literally just a bunch of cool. Who cares? How um, old are these fucking dudes? Dude, dude literally that? only one person under the age of 40 is in this match. <laughs> yeah, all these guys are old as fuck. Like, this match is literally just a bunch geez. of, like, no DQ filler until Vacant comes out. You you, you want me to tell them who Vacant uh, is? Well, 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 <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me first break down the... I gotta let me get let me get all the other homies up in this match real quick. So, so they do a bunch of bullshit. Waltman and Jarrett eventually, uh, fucking the uh, outlaw Kip James comes in. Then two minutes of whatever the fuck DDP comes in, and in my notes I wrote, "Thank God his entrance was so fast. His shitty song didn't have any time to play for more than maybe five seconds." Because oh my god, I fucking hate this shitty ass. Fucking smells like Teen Spirit ripoff. It's a ripoff of a ripoff of a song I don't even like. <laughs> oh my god! So DDP, bro. DDP's in the ring. Diamond Cutter on the Outlaw. Whatever, whatever bullshit. Uh, two more minutes, and then uh, Monty Brown comes in, and the then alpha the, male. the Alpha, the Alpha male, the only person in this match I was fucking happy to see. <laughs> uh. So Monty Brown comes in with the baseball bat, the baseball bat, and then the countdown to the, to the reveal of the mystery partner begins. And at this point, the only person I wanted this to be was motherfucking Heyo, Chico Man, Scotty Hall. But no, that's not what I got. You know, tell me who it was because I can't even, I can't even mutter this, this name. You really want to know who it was? I can't, I can't say this name. I'm so disgusted. It was B... G James. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. You you want to talk about letting <laughs> letting me down. Let I'm over here down. thinking I'm over here thinking like Scott Hall and motherfucking I don't know who. Just anybody but this guy. guy. You know what's even worse? I should have seen this coming too. Like it was so obvious who it was gonna be. It hurts. It actually I wanted to hurt. believe that it wasn't all the signs were in front of me who it was when the, when the song played i was hoping be. it was the truth bro i was hoping it was ron killings i was like please <laughs> or conan <laughs> please anyone but bg jeff hardy again double duty uh, anybody. i would have taken it bro anybody anybody uh, the only person that would have been worse would have been like michael shane <laughs> or then or one of the naturals that might have so been BG. worse BG James fucking road doggy style dude comes out and he just starts he starts doing you know typical I just made a you know what I'm saying I just made a big reveal so now I'm gonna drop everybody even the ref for some reason <laughs> he dropped the ref and, with a fucking yeah. baking sheet <laughs> even the ref for some reason cause why not and um Sean Waltman then 
you know what I'm saying? Well, first, first, let me. So first, the uh, the New Age Outlaws trademark copyrighted uh, have a stare down. Yeah, they, BG's they, they too big of a pussy to do anything about it. Do something about it. You know, they that that whole thing that they couldn't resist doing. You know, they were gonna do it. And um, Sean Walby interrupts. He does the X Factor on Kip Outlaw butt shaker dude. I think you mean the Bella Buster. No, the Bella Buster was way cooler. That's for true. And <laughs> then um Monty Brown then proceed well first, first, first. Sean Waltman puts a trash can. Puts a trash can over Monty Brown's face. And I think he hit him with like a Bronco Buster or something like that, didn't he? He hit him a Bronco Buster with a trash can. I don't know why he wanted to smash his fucking nuts into a trash can, yeah, but that, that did that does why not? that does absolutely more damage to you. But yeah. I mean, okay. I think it was protected. Monty, I even felt it. Monty Brown then proceeds to hit a turn your headphones down. I'll right into <laughs> period. <laughs> yeah, pounce uh, trademark period. He then proceeds to hit a pounce on, then he hits another one on BG Dog Dude. Who's holding a trash can, so he busts himself open. <laughs> yeah, because why not? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll run clean through a trash can if I have to. And, um, blah, the blah, 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 just a bunch of, it, it's basically that part of the match, you know, it's about to be over, so everyone just tries to get their shit in, you know, that goes. I could hit my finish. What's a finish? What's yeah. a pop? What's and, a pop? Um, ironically enough, despite all the finishes and the botches, this match ends in a Sean Waltman roll up. It's a victory roll on Monty Brown after they blow it on the first try. <laughs> yep. He literally blew the spot and redid it. Yeah, that's why I say in the botches. He, they he literally, literally blew the finish. The whole finish. And. I like all those, you know, all these big moves, all these finishers, the trash cans, the pounce trademark period. period, and the fucking victory roll up is a box victory roll up. Is also, why is Monty Brown the one getting fucking pinned? Yeah, like, why, I, why not? he pin the outlaw? <laughs> what the like, fuck? He's not doing why? nothing. He's not the champion. He's not Monty Brown. What the fuck is wrong with you? Who is the who yeah, agent in this match, huh? Who is the agent here? I need to talk to you personally. We need to step out back. We have like a chat. Cause this ain't it. And then they start brawling after the match. Cause fucking why not? Oh, like, Al Snow would have been agent here. Like, <laughs> we're gonna talk about what a finish is. What's a finish? Yeah, what's a finish, Al? Wasn't that Mr. Snow? Mr. Snow. But, um, Mr. Snow. So then they start, they start brawling after the match, and, like, no one cares. Like, the crowd wasn't even, like... Reacting. Like, no, I don't care. Just go away. Yeah, the crowd mm -hmm. was literally just sitting here, like... Go away, away. Like, if we just sat here and stopped talking for five seconds, just... That's what the crowd sounded like. It was just nothing. Just absolutely nothing. And, um... Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the New Age Outlaws trademark copyright product of WWE... They do a little another stare down because fucking they're old buddies and they want to kiss or whatever, and <laughs> yeah, that's that's how this ends. But then we get to the main event. Oh, that's baby. actually like now we're talking. Know, 
Yeah, now we're talking. the The show has been very underwhelming and just flat out dumb at some points. But this nah, saved this, it. This, saved this, it. This this is it right here. Agent saved Styles. it. Strong. Okay. Well, they saved they saved my opinion of the show overall. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, this is a good place to end. If this match went Yo, on, oh my god! If this fucking lethal lockdown went last, I would have actually punched the fucking hole through my desk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ooh. AJ Styles comes out. Allen, the famous Twitch streamer, or I got, I gotta go play Madden. He was actually the famous mixer streamer, sir. Mixer, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. The the former mixer trademark copyright streamer Allen Jones, he comes out. Uh, Abyss comes out. By the way, AJ Styles got a huge pop because you know how that yeah. goes. You, you, there's no one more over AJ Styles in TNA. It's just not happening. 2005 AJ Styles is probably like in the, in like the top five greatest pro wrestlers of all time. Yeah, like he was specifically he was specifically that year. He was probably one of the greatest wrestlers to ever walk the face of this fucking planet ever. Yeah, like he For just, sure. he, you know, you can't beat that. But Abyss is also really fucking cool. No, Abyss is fucking base world, bro. I'm talking about Abyss with the chains and the. Oh. God, this dude's so fucking crazy. I love Abyss. This match, also in the cage, also no DQ. Number one uh-huh. contenders match for yeah, the NWA World's Heavyweight match. Championship. Despite the fact that despite the fact that at the last pay per view, Abyss defeated Jeff Hardy in a fucking ladder match to become number one contender. Yeah, AJ Styles just came in here and cocked Abyss. (laughs) He cocked him. So before Abyss even enters the ring, AJ dives over the fucking the ropes out of the cage onto Abyss. Okay, so was he now? They do the gimmick all over the fucking floor. They're wrestling. They're fighting. They're doing the thing. A- Abyss whips AJ towards the barricade, but he baseball slides under it, which I, f- I could not believe my eyeballs and the things I was witnessing when he did that because you got to be a real slick motherfucker to pull that off. Like First yeah. off, baseball slide under goddamn concrete, and you, got fan- and you got fans right there that could fucking block your way. And, and he, he just effortlessly did it under the guard. I never seen Ricochet do that. <clears throat> Rick um, O'Shea, Prince Trevor, maybe. But, um, yeah, Trevor. <laughs> he literally slides under the guardrail, which smooth as butter. Then he jumped on top of it, hit a Harry Carana because AJ Styles goat. And um, yeah, like that was a great start to the match, and I was already. I was already kind of favoriting this as opposed to the rest of the show because they were they were getting active instantly. Yeah, um, then they bond to the fucking crowd. Exactly. Before a cage match. AJ Styles then proceeds to like he runs up the stairs, then he jumps on the guardrail, and then he jumps on like some thing. I don't know. TNA architecture was weird. He jumps on something, he hits a phenomenal forearm before it was a phenomenal forearm. And I was like, oh, hell, yeah, because that, 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 that was hidden. And, you know, they keep on crowd brawling and all that other stuff. They eventually get back at ringside. 
and they get back to ringside. He, AJ throws Abyss into the guardrail, and then Abyss is like, that's cool and all, but I'm going to smack you with the cage door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, multiple times while I'm at it, actually. He did like two or three times. Smacks him with the cage door. AJ Styles starts bleeding, and Abyss is like, cool. I'm going to make you bleed even more. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and, and, you know, he, he just starts beating on them, beating on them. Abyss comes in, brings the chair. He brings a chain, you know, because Abyss is a huge John Cena fan, chain gang and all that. Yeah, and shout out the chain gang. Word life. Yeah, shout out to word life. And he also brings the bag. I, I don't know what's in that, but it's got to be something bad, like Legos or something. Yeah, like chicken nuggets or something like that. He brings the bag. <laughs> the chicken nuggets. The chicken tendies. <laughs> yeah, he brings the bag in the crowd instantly. You know what I'm saying? They go, ooh, ah, because, you know. What's they, are, the they already know. <laughs> yeah, ooh, ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's Huge what Roman Reigns fans. TNA. Yeah, yeah, got, we got big Roman Reigns marks. I heard the fucking yeah. chief, baby. <laughs> and um, so Abyss takes the chain. Uh, puts it around AJ Styles' neck, tries to kill him. As one does. You know, yeah, that's what this does. Well, bro, he tried to fucking take his title match. I tried to kill him, too. <laughs> you take your foot off my table? Huh? You take your foot off my table? AJ Styles? <laughs> Try to so, feed my kids. Then, he, AJ Styles, he, he, you know what I'm saying, he fights back because he doesn't want to actually die. Um... You know, they get some more fighting and stuff like that. Uh, AJ Styles rushes at him and then Abyss throws him into the air. And AJ Styles does AJ Styles stuff and proceeds to stay in the air a really long time. And then he lands directly onto the chain turnbuckle thing. And if he wasn't bleeding before, he started bleeding even more now because he smashed his goddamn face in the goddamn gimmick. Yeah, AJ Styles was just. He was different. He was on a different level Abyss, during this time period. Abyss literally just fucking wrapped his chain on a turnbuckle and dropped his ass right on it. <laughs> yeah, and AJ Styles took the bump like a champ because that was... He 2005 was AJ Styles was on crack, bro. He was on absolute crack. No, that was food poisoning. <laughs> he was um, on the food poison, that's what you're... He was willing to die. For food and um, Abyss hits a military press into the cage twice and... AJ Styles kicks out because nah, matching ain't in like that. AJ Styles starts fighting back. They keep getting into it and all that other stuff. AJ Styles hits a DDT, then Enzigiri, then the head scissors. Then he goes for the styling DDT, botches, which is <laughs> a rare, rare occurrence. An AJ Styles botch in TNA that didn't usually happen yeah. much. But they they kind of they kind of covered it up well, so I'm, you know I'm letting it slide. Yeah, AJ he was always usually pretty good at recovering matches when he did do them, which is also that's that skill you, that takes a lot of you know what I'm saying. You got to know you right. got to know what you want. But um, <clears throat> so he recovers from that, and then they keep on, you know, they keep on doing some wrestling. Uh 
Styles hits the fucking dude. This German suplex that Styles hit on Abyss. Yeah, I love, I love so much that Styles like I'm gonna bridge this shit, and then it's like no, Abyss is too big. (laughs) You are not bridging this. He hits Abyss with a German. I mean, just gets him up there. Yeah, he fucking gave it to him. And Abyss kicks out. Um, AJ Styles is like, I mean, that's cool and all, but I'm a Styles class you, or at least try. Right. Uh, Abyss is like, no, I'm a choke slam you, or at least try. <laughs> and <laughs> and you know, you know, AJ Styles counters it. It was a good sequence. Um, like these two did a real good job of mixing in like wrestling death fuckery and also just like actual good wrestling. They did a good job of mixing that in, so I appreciate that. Um, AJ Styles then tries to hit Abyss with a running hoopla and Abyss is like, nah, get a black hole slam instead. He just Yo, plants him. Come here, he my just, lightweight. He just he just drops him. That move is one of my favorites ever. Bro. The way AJ yeah. takes it too, like I love I love when smaller guys take it because they'll they'll typically ragdoll for the bump. Around, yeah. yeah, so they look like they're just a piece of shit just getting flung in the wind, bro. It's, it's incredible. Like, uh, when certain guys take Sami Zayn's booth under bump. They just kind of like spin and yeah, they spin and spin and spin, or or even the fucking the deep six, like uh, whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. My 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 liege Corbin gets a small gut there and he spins like fucking twenty times he's, before dropping you. He's such a baby face move, so it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's for true. I'm gonna steal all his shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, AJ Styles then proceeds to um. AJ Styles then proceeds to go and say, hey, what if I simply... Oh, no, 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 hold on. What if I simply no, kick I'm, out of I'm your finish? I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to I'm get to what AJ Styles does. He kicks out of the Black Hole Slam, and then Abyss goes, hmm, my finish didn't work, so how about I simply just make you not alive anymore? <laughs> yep. He gets the bag of the chicken nuggets. But <laughs> it ain't nuggets. It's actually tax. And chicken tax? Far less delicious. Chicken tax? He gets the chicken tax. Dumps them <laughs> on the mat. And then Abyss is like, cool, time to die. Picks AJ Styles up for a powerbomb. Oh, hell no. And AJ Styles is like, no, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. He didn't count his hit. Picks Abyss up. Big, big Abyss, by the way. Abyss is not a small dude. Twice his fucking size. Easy clap. AJ Styles picks Abyss up for a Styles Clash and then proceeds to Styles Clash him on the text. Like, just just no, no, drop him directly on the text. The dude has text in his nipples, areolas, and everything else. <laughs> the crowd went so fucking crazy for this. Oh my god. The crowd I, I actually, this is where I kill you now. I think I audibly screamed, holy fuck, when he did it too, because I could not. First, I couldn't fathom AJ actually hitting a clash on Abyss, much less doing it to Abyss on a fucking bed of thumbtacks. Because, of course, only Abyss would be willing to take a fucking bump like this. Oh, of oh Abyss was Abyss was food poisoned out. <laughs> Metaphorically, though, not literally. Like those, like, not like he 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 had it in his he brain. Had, he had food poisoning in his brain. Yeah, he had it in his brain. Fucking maniac! But I love this. After fucker. that Styles class, Abyss kicks out. Like. Cause you know he's a monster. He he 
you you if you want to kill Abyss, you got to like actually chop his head off or something. Like that's the only way you can beat him. Man, stronger than death. Abyss kicks out. No, he's not Matt Hardy. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's stronger than Matt Hardy. <laughs> you, think, you think Matt Hardy's kicking out of the fucking thumbtacks? I'm like, you're fucking bullshit. Tell me about time out. Bullshit. Uh-uh. Uh, what are you, Mark? Stronger than death was his gimmick. What's oh, a gimmick? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a gimmick, brother. What's a gimmick? <clears throat> the crowd is going bonkers. and Yeah, if people, at this point, match, people are looking away. Yeah, if there was any match yeah. that, you know what I'm saying, that the crowd was actually reacting, it would be this one. And these two are because they're a beast. AJ Styles then goes to the top of the cage, and Abyss goes, what the fuck are you doing? And he takes the ref and just flings him into the cage. <laughs> just fucks him right on. Dude, the I really thought AJ was going to fucking die. Yeah, like he was at the top was... of the cage. I really thought he was gonna fucking dive straight to the floor from the top and die. <laughs> Abyss throws the ref into the cage, and then AJ Styles falls all the way down, like not not all the way down to like the floor, or nothing like that, because he died. But you know what I'm saying? He gets he gets all knocked down and drunk and stuff like that. And Abyss then proceeds to grab the chain, start climbing up after him. To literally kill AJ Styles once and for all for trying to take his title shot. But AJ Styles fights out, gets a chain off of him. Yeah, he, and really, then, he really hung this motherfucker. Yeah, he he, he, he hung him with a chain. Getting, he avoids getting hung in front of all these people to see. That boss man style. Hang? Hung? When you're, when you're hanging someone, that's when it becomes hanged. But if you're like hanging clothes, it... oh, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to call AJ Styles hung. I don't know how big his his cock is, but he's I, definitely not Batista. Oh, Batista no, no. with a big old pecker. <laughs> but oh, that's true. <laughs> or so you know, the internet has said. Nah, that's what Melita says, right? No, that, that's allegedly Batista is known for pecking. This is facts, but um. <laughs> Yeah, packing his bags. AJ Styles, AJ Styles fights out. He bites Abyss. Yo, he fucking like bit his hand. Goku. Yeah, like he's Goku or something. And then he does a sunset flip power bomb off the top of the cage, and everyone is just, I exploded. The crowd exploded. The announcers went crazy. Everyone was having a great time. This is the only bright spot of the whole show, and everyone enjoyed it. He pins him one, two, three, and the match is finally over. And Abyss is officially like, cocked. <laughs> yeah, anyone else would basically be dead. But Abyss, he always. But Abyss is he Abyss. He'll be all right. Yeah, Abyss, he could always bounce back from anything. Like he, yeah, he just had permanent heat that yeah, he could just keep. That's the magic of Abyss is that he was basically Teflon at this point. Like, no matter, as long as he didn't lose to an absolute scrub, he was perfectly fine. Like, yeah, he, like he, could, he, could, he could lose to pretty much anyone and still look good coming out of it. This yeah, really was, like, the only good part of the show. Right, because, like... like it, the match started with a career-ending injury and just... So the show started with a career-ending injury and went downhill. Exactly. I'm, I'm glad that... At I'm least the ending was good. It. Yeah, we got to end it with AJ Styles and Abyss in 2005. Like... Who wouldn't want to end it that way? That's amazing. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, thank God they had that fucking 
the foresight to realize that the that that lethal lockdown was a, the drizzling shits. Yeah, it was it was awful. But especially with BG James being the special thing, like if it were Scott Hall, maybe I'd pass it because you know, hey yo, Chico man, hey yo. But that wasn't that wasn't no fucking Scott Hall. That was fucking. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> Piece of trash. <laughs> Smackdown Boogie writer. James. Smackdown writer. That's who it was. Ruins Smackdown. He ruins Smackdown. I ain't got no, re- ain't no respect for that man. This shitty B G, whatever the fuck. Come on, come on, whatever, bro. Yeah, like that. That was that was ugh. But I'm glad we got to end it like that because that that was that was lockdown 2005. That was lockdown, ladies and gentlemen. We got the lockdown. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone was ready to fucking get the hell out of there once those doors finally unlocked. Like, oh, oh my I'm god! If I go for a smoke break. <laughs> Where's the it hot was... dog stand, pal? Need a glizzy. Need a glizzy to gobble. Dude's just trying to, dude's just trying to go hang with with bitches and the boys. But speaking of bitches and the boys. Oh, dude, let me get a bitch. Wait, 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 wait. Do you want to break this up? And Andrew, do you want to tell your? Oh, you know what? You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell my story before we move oh, yeah, into yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. Before let's, we move into the gimmick. So, yeah. on the last episode of the podcast, I was telling about uh, back in the day, oh, back in the day, day, not the day, in like elementary school. So, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Like, uh, thief. When you're in school, did you ever have like a system in your class for like behavior, where like everyone in the class had like colored cards? assigned to their name and you'd, uh, and you'd flip them if you're being a little shit yeah my teachers used to get extremely mad at me because i was always like super duper smart like i always had the highest grades but i also had some of the worst conduct cards <laughs> yo so for real that know, was me too <laughs> they didn't know whether to like chastise me or give me props so they See, would... i was the complete opposite right i was always well-mannered and super cool i was dumb as fuck so <laughs> no see the issue was that back in the day i'm just gonna give a little background here so <clears throat> back in the day in like first grade so you know every day you know you start with the green card then you piss off the teacher you go to yellow piss them off again you get to orange right like oh shit the when you get to yeah, orange, orange when you get orange to orange yeah <laughs> at orange you're already getting uh you're you're getting a fucking uh i think at orange i would get an after school detention for 30 minutes or something like that. And then if you got uh, to red, you got written up on the pink yeah, slip. they calling your mom or something. Yeah, they call your parents. But see, me, in my infinite wisdom, okay? So I got sent, I got, I flipped to red damn near every single fucking day of first and second grade. Because I could not keep my goddamn mouth shut. <laughs> I was constantly, constantly talking, constantly, all the fucking time. So I, I spent the better part of elementary school grounded, as you might say. So eventually I got fucking fed up with it, right? So I got I got in trouble. I just flipped the shit to red. Got right up. Sent to the office. The whole, the whole nine. Of course, when you get written up, you're supposed to take it home and have it signed by your parents so that they know that you're a little shit. As I yeah, was. Yeah. I can admit, I was a little shithead for sure. But, uh... Yeah, it was, it was yeah. Right, so my infinite <laughs> wisdom. 
I decide, and mind you, these these slips are pink because it's like it's like the ones just like like a receipt or whatever, like the the white page, the yellow page, and the, and the pink page or whatever. We're taking grained. So I take home. So I take home the pink page to get signed. But in my infinite wisdom, I'm like, you know, fuck this shit. I'm going to forge my dad's signature on this gimmick. And in the years since, I've gotten pretty good at forging a signature and things. I'm not going to lie. But, uh... <laughs> but in my infinite wisdom, form, I, I, got, I got this fucking... I couldn't find anything to write with, so the only thing I'd find was a fucking pink pencil. <laughs> oh. Oh. This was, this like This must have been second grade. And... So I signed my dad's signature on a pink slip and pink pencil. <laughs> so you could barely see this shit. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Well, I, mean, I was out of my mind. The, the, the Siggy. The other gimmick, it should be cool. The should be cool, right? What gimmick? I didn't have the any other gimmick. Should... Nah, I don't know. That, was, through, right? that was the gimmick. Just pain. pain. Oh, no, no. Was the gimmick. No, the pink slip was the gimmick. Oh, they, they kept the other parts right. for files. Because oh, you could bet your ass I had a file. <laughs> so yeah, I signed the pink slip with a fucking pink pencil, like an absolute goomba jabroni piece of trash. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. This was one of the, this is by far top five biggest mistakes I ever made in my entire life. So I bring my ass to school the next day and I turn to my teacher and she looks at me like I'm dumb as shit because OB was like dumb as shit. She looks at me and she's like Andrew, bruh, give me the fucking, like the hand thing, the bruh, pretty much, like <laughs> metaphorically speaking, because it's 2007, yeah. <laughs> and uh, basically I'm being told, yo dumbass, I know for a fact your dad did not sign this shit in pink pencil, <laughs> you bitch, so <laughs> I get immediately written up again. <laughs> Immediately, mm-hmm. right at the top, they send my ass down to the office. They call my dad. He comes down to get me because he's pissed. He was livid. So, yeah, I fucking so he fucking brings me out. Of, he literally takes me out of school. Fucking brings me to. This is so fucked. I can't believe he did this. It's so fucked. He brings me down to the fucking police station in my town and fucking tells them to put me in a cell for a couple hours. Wow, what the fuck? So they put hey, me in juvenile. This? They put me in juvenile prison for like fucking two or three hours. You see this little motherfucker right here? Lock him up, boys. That's fine. That ass. They walked in there. My dad told them what I did, and they're like, "All right, bet." They Damn, threw my ass into a fucking oh, wow. cell for two hours. I get so out. I get out. My dad brings me home. So for dinner that night, I get uh, two slices of bread and a cup of water. And he's like, wow. you see, son, this is what prisoners eat. <laughs> I don't know about people that. in prison like eat. A little bit more than <laughs> two slices of bread and some water. I could not. Thinking back on it, I'm not even mad about it because it's so funny. But at that moment, I wanted to literally fucking kill myself. <laughs> oh, my God. So my dad, my dad deadass had me fucking scared straight because I fucking forged his signature on a pink slip. Wow. You were sitting Incredible. there like, man, this, this fucking braid, this water, bro. I hate you here, bro. <laughs> I don't even think I ate the bread. 
I originally just drank the water and fucking went to my room, and I know my ass got grounded for at least two months. <laughs> at least damn, two damn. months. That so was a, that did y'all have the number. gimmicks? Did y'all have the gimmicks in school where it was a folder that you had to take home every at the end of every week? No, yeah. I did not I have think that. So. I don't know. I don't really remember. I don't you remember had that thing. I it was like it was like elementary school. All I remember and is like I remember having I remember the little car. No, we did have the folders. Yeah, we had the folders. I I yeah, know so, because a girl put me in a headlock and then <laughs> took my folder. But I hated it. But in a headlock. I, I mean, at the time, like you're probably. No, I'm not gonna say it. She overpowered. He didn't know the, didn't know the positioning to do a back suplex. Yo, for real. He didn't know how to do the fucking standing yeah, switch. A very easy fuck. mistake. He didn't know how to do the standing switch into but, a uh, into a hammerlock. Yeah, like I, nowadays, you know, had like had that happen today, I would have counted into like a like a full Nelson or something like that. But I, I back then, I was just I was a mark. I was new, <laughs> no, and I didn't. She took my folder, and I was like, bro. Like I need that, and she was like, "Come get it back in bud, buddy." <laughs> Yo, fucking elementary school is on some shit. Wow. <laughs> and I, fucked up. You know, I had to do what I had to do. I got it back. It, it was a yeah. long battle. It was like Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker, but I got it back. As long as you can put the glove on. No, that was that was that was tenth grade. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she goes, fucked. <laughs> Little baby me was fucked. <laughs> oh my god. I just Fuck. didn't pay attention. That's why I was so bad. I paid so attention, I but I wanted to shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I'm not even going to say I didn't pay attention. I mean, there were times. When I was younger, I didn't appreciate learning like You appreciate like most learning? people. Getting yeah, older, do. getting older has made me appreciate learning less because nowadays we're in a panoramic, and we doing <laughs> online school, and I'm teaching myself. What is school? You don't want to know. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> I hated you that shit. I to. fucking bro. I skipped more senior year than every other year combined. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said because my internet fucking lagged out. I said oh, you said smell. School. What? Sucks. What? Eggs. Oh, what? Oh, I said I, eggs. I, I enjoy learning new things nowadays. It's different for me now. I mean, you know, I look back at high school. I'm like, damn, I wish I had tried harder. But at the same time, I also cheated my balls off senior year to pass. So I don't really care. I mean, no, I didn't enjoy school, but I enjoy learning now. Being able to set my own pace and learn the things that I interested. It's pretty fun. Cool if, if any of the viewers are like watching this and wondering, like, yo, why are these dudes on such a long tangent? It's because the show that we're about to talk about next is really short. Like, yeah, so you gotta fill in some time. Short. You gotta fill yeah. in some time. It was legit. Like, how long was it? Like, thirty minutes? Forty-five like, minutes. Forty-five. Forty-five yeah, like, minutes. I've watched, I've watched episodes of The Flash longer than this. Show. Like, for real. It that so we we. You know, we got to add some filler in to kind of... <laughs> and also because, man, I got so many childhood stories I got to share on this pod. Oh my god, I was such a fucked up kid. <laughs> man, oh. fuck. I got more... You know what? 
Anytime you we we do this gimmick, you gotta put in a fucking kid story because this shit's so short. There's one childhood story that I'll tell you tell you all can't tell you on tell you off. Oh I got oh this oh, is yeah. the behind the scenes, huh? Oh, he, he, this yeah. man's about to he's trying not to get cancelled. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. He's trying to save face, he's brother trying, man. He's trying to not get cancelled. I told you I used to be a menace. Although this one was not <laughs> my fault. Menace. But Bro, I can't wait. This pod's gonna blow up, and and then you go ahead and get a big following, and someone's gonna like screen okay, record like, this fuck? one moment. Hey, you know, guy, I'll dude. never tell them. I promise, I'll never. Hey, tell you them. remember this dude had to go off pod and tell a story? He probably said the n word. Wait, what? No, I'm black. It's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. Said, but it's fine. He actually said, um. Well, no, nah, I can't say that. Never mind. <laughs> don't. If you don't think you can say it, don't say it. Yeah. Can't say it. Can't claim it. Don't say it. <laughs> oh. Taking Liberty's podcast, bro. All right. Anyway, so the show that we, were, we decided to review for, I don't know how many of you may have heard of this. Neither one of uh, my two compatriots here have heard of this so it is urban wrestling federation oh yeah not that herb dean horse shit none of that uwf uwf no we're talking about that urban what wrestling what (laughs) federation the the way i would describe this show personally it's wrestling by black Black people for black people. Yeah, so me and Marquise fit right in. Andrew, you yeah. you watched hey, the outside. Hey, I was I was I was perfectly represented on this show. There was yeah, there was as an, an Italian as an, as an extremely was, Italian male, there was another much was, more Italian male than myself. He had his representation. So yeah. I had representation. Also, me and Marquise talking about the, the, the chicken and the hoopla and you talking about the pizza and the pasta, eh? I'm talking about the Bobby D. Boopy and the and the Gabagool. The Gabagool, hey. <laughs> yeah, I get this Gabagool. Yeah, that's for true and for certain. Indeed, this show has some of the like this. This, I mean, it was this is the first episode of UWF. Yes, that we watched, and yet they were introducing these characters, and Light it speed. felt like it felt like I already had a connection to them. Just. Oh, sort of. This one's the one that I could so identify. <laughs> I mean, the show went by too quick for me to actually keep that connection. But while they were on the yeah. screen, I was investing into everything they were doing. It, yeah, I could not. It was really hard to take notes. I was really glued to the the show the yeah, entire dude, time. These promos were impossible to to mark down because they were just so unbelievable. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh. I could not believe what was happening before my fucking eyes in a pro wrestling promotion. I was like, I, I, I don't know and what. It, yeah. it was an act like they were having actual matches, like actual. Yeah, no, and there was good wrestling. There was actually good, good wrestling. wrestling. Like if Saint this whole Rome, thing would have fell apart if there was any good wrestling, but there was wrestling to back everything up. Bro, literally mix like mix Saints Row with like. PWG before it got toxic. That's what the show was. You know what? That's actually a pretty fucking apt comparison. Yeah, <laughs> but we're but we're talking like Saints Row one and two. 
Yeah, Saints were winning. Yeah. Not that. Not that. Not with the dildos. Yeah, no. Nah. Wait, you mean the show didn't have enough dildos? Oh, I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, I didn't see any. Need more dildos, kid. <laughs> A dildo right, so... death match. Y'all, let's go. That hasn't already been a thing. I'm very surprised. I'm going to check but, out uh, W for that. The show starts with a really nice, just awesome-ass video package explaining everything that the UW is and what they stand for. Dude, the literal it's, first, uh, the, the literal first yeah. thing you see is actual gang violence. Yeah, gang yeah. violence, turf wars, money, respect, bitches. The oh, UW bitches. Memphis, Tennessee. That's the whole vibe of this show. They just want money, respect, and bitches. I mean, that's what they say. That's what they want. You know, they did not want any classy, dignified women. No no ladies. They wanted bitches. Yeah. And obviously, floozies. So they have to get championships. Yeah, more championships and more money. Yeah. You don't you know you got to go, you got to go to the pay window, kid. So, we got a guy named Billy Blue who cuts a promo. And Billy Blue says he's here for the He's here for the bread. Billy Blue then comes and tries to shake down a dude that owes him money. Did I say who the dude was? Yeah, it was was fucking, uh, it was that that boy Bestia. Oh, yeah. He was like, where the fuck is my money, you little bitch? Yeah, so he shakes down Bestia, and then um, they show to Big Block. They pan next to Big Block, who is talking to Rashi Brown, and they're talking about holding down their turf and just taking over others, (laughs) as you do. Then Then they cut to fucking this dude, Buck Child, on the phone. When We're not making these names up, by the way. These are real names. ass names. Yeah, these are actual names. Yeah, Buckchild spelled with a Y. C H Y L D. Yeah, they got Buckchild on the phone uh, in like a hallway here, and Rash Brown comes through intentionally bumps into Rashi Brown. Rashi Brown, look, brother, call whatever you want. Uh, he he intentionally bumps into him just just because he, he wanted a reason to fuck this guy up. Yeah, he, just he, so he could kick his ass. He slams his head into the fucking <laughs> wall and then knees him like shoot style in the face <laughs> for no reason. He's wanted to gang violence, dog. It's for true. So then they cut again to Bestia in a locker room going through. Another wrestler whose name is Facades. Shit, I assume he was trying to rob him for some money or something. Trying to get some, can get some some cashola so he can pay off that debt he owes to uh, Billy Blue, the man with the fifty k chain. And fucking, he catches him, and they literally just chase each other all the way out to the ring before the match starts. Yeah. Uh, then they pan to the commentators: Sean Creedle, a black guy; Robbie Moreno, the Italian sentiment. Baba Booey, man. Julius Smokes, another black. Ring announcer Larry Legend dripped up in his 2011 drip. Tracksuit. Oh my god. Yeah. The 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 Adidas Adidas tracksuit with 
the the jeans, the skinny jeans, and I don't know what shoes he had on. I wasn't paying that much attention. You look crazy though. Like I said, the 2011 dress. 2011 drip was a very strange time, but he was he was fresh. He was dripping. Not gonna lie. True, true. So Larry Legend or Larry Legend, he announces that facade. Well, he tries to announce really, but facade and Bestia comes out. Are they come out brawling? And facade is just. This dude is clean as fuck oh, as far as his wrestling. We this forgot. Is... We also forgot to describe the venue. So oh, you remember yeah. how we said oh, <laughs> you no. remember how we said how we said this was by black people for black people? <laughs> Y'all remember that, right? Um <clears throat> the crowd was uh how do I put this? The crowd Caucasian. was white. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. and um, they were in New York. They were in uh Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, they were in Hammerstein. They had all about two hundred people in the gimmick, and none of, there was like maybe, bro. Was there was there anyone who wasn't white in that crowd? I don't think so. I don't remember <laughs> seeing any. Like, I don't remember. All I remember is just, just a bunch of a bunch of confused looking white people sitting there in the ballroom vibing. <laughs> vibing. I, I don't know if they were vibing. They might have been a little bit fucking stressed. I think they just wanted to see some wrestling. I don't think they care about anything else. Yeah, there's a bunch of white people saw the word wrestling on a poster. Said, "I'm gonna go see that." Yes, yeah, come now, Timmy. They may have noticed uh, homicide. No, he's on the show. They, they may have noticed that name. It's a possibility. Oh, um, who who else was on this show that people would know? Um, Eddie Kingston. Kingston. Yeah, Eddie Kingston. I, I was about to say the dude who did the wink meme. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, wink me. Eddie, Whoa. Eddie Kingston was on this show. Homicide was on this show. So they had names. You can't forget our man Beast Ortiz, Ricky Ortiz. Oh, my ECW God. Fame, WWE ECW fame. Yeah, my favorite guy to ever be in ECW ever. Actually, my favorite guy to ever be in ECW was DJ Gabriel. <laughs> Shouts out. My favorite guy to ever be in ECW was just incredible. Shawn Michaels when he showed up that one time. No, it's just incredible because he follows us on Twitter. God damn, you gotta be a shell. That's you're that's right. for true. Shell for the boy. My God, you guys need to work on your shelling. Mr. PJ Palaco. Second Shout out. Bro. Shout yeah. Out. Second and a half. Man, we don't we don't count that half. That that didn't happen. That's not <laughs> canon. That is not canon. True. But um. <laughs> so um I forgot who who are we talking about? Oh yeah. Facade comes out. Oh yeah, the ballroom. Yeah, yeah. So, bunch of bunch of bunch of white people. People 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 much whiter than even I. Yeah. But it's okay because they were kinda interacting with the show. Sort like, of as the next sorta. Yeah. They were kinda. sort of feeling it. The the promos were completely yeah. lost on them entirely. Absolutely, like the, like no the in like the wrong. in ring talking meant absolutely nothing to anyone in that room. <laughs> it's too black for him. <laughs> At least they tried. So yeah, before they, they tried. 
before Facade and Bestia's match starts, they brawl out of the backstage area over towards uh, off like the right side of the, the the entrance stage and the ramp gimmick. They come down the the little staircase. Yeah, it was like the little like like the and if you were watching Raw, it would be like that little curtain area over there. Yeah, so they come out yeah, and Facade's car would have come from. So oh, Facade sets up a ladder up against the stage and fucking back body drops Bastia onto it before the match even starts. So I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. Very cool. Then they, they that was brawl. the first move of the whole show. Yeah, literally the first move. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. And then they they fight down to the ring, the match fucking starts, and this shit went crazy. <laughs> So yeah, so the two dudes are just going at it, and Facade—he's just the Facade's going crazy. He is doing everything, stupid. greatest of ease. He's every just, move. I mean, every he's, move he's like he evading he, this he, whole match. He, he at one point, he, yeah, he evaded Alariot by bumping, and then he did a kip up, and then he did a pele. That shit was so cool. Like I yeah, said, he just was... made it look so effortless. And right. the wrestling on this show was a like for for this product to be so wacky and goofy and for it to be, you know what I'm saying, like what it is about like gang violence and all that yeah. other stuff. The wrestling uh, yeah. They perceive black as fuck, yeah. The wrestling it's pretty it's, it's solid for sure. Nothing, nothing disappointed really. Um, so the they announced that this is a qualifier match for a title tournament, and Facade, like at one point, he does a uh, rope walk and does a drop kick onto Bestia. He does a springboard leg drop, hung while the Bestia is hung over the rope, just effortlessly, as you've said. He does an Arabian press, just. Just does it. Just does it. Just does it. Yeah, yeah. just does it. Uh, so at one point, yeah. So at one point, Facade he tries to walk through, but he like he leg scissors or he puts a he puts Bestie in a in a head scissors, and it's weird. I don't know if they're gonna do a, a Frankensteiner or Ron or what happened. Bestie was outside, and they tumble inside the ring, and. They just do it again, and uh, Bestia then stuffs Facade with a power bone through a table. Thank God, to the fucking floor. (laughs) (laughs) To the floor, and he pins his ass. Oh my God. That was a really good match, honestly. If that was how we were starting the show off, like I, I was like, okay, I can, I can, I can get with this. I'll start this. I'll start off like this. It started off with first the show started off with a promo and then a segment of two dudes getting I mean two dudes shaking someone down and then we go into a good fast paced match that ends with a power bomb through a table so yeah I was having a good time so far and I go lie right so Billy Blue comes out demanding his money from and then he brings out a couple of guys the only one of them that that were named Steve Mack. Mac truck, Mac, very, big motherfucker, very large fellow, yeah, very large feller, yes, <laughs> large feller. Uh, did they just did they beat his ass? 
Yeah, just beat the shit out of him after yeah, winning the match. Like, yeah, good job. Fuckhead, now where's my money? They dragged him backstage. And then after that, there was a couple of uh, promo packages that just happened so fast I couldn't take notes for, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it was uh, just more UVW stuff. Just more yeah, more talking yeah, just, about yeah, money, showing, respect, yeah. and more a certain dominance and all that other stuff. So we go backstage to Briscoe telling Grim Reefer what a that. fucking name. He tells him that while he was away, that he fucked <laughs> his Atlanta and his New York bitches. Dude, no. He, no oh, way. He fucked all those bitches by himself? By himself. All of them. Bro, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of bitches. The Atlanta and the New York ones, bro. That's that's like at he least that's at least from two north bitches. To south just to do it, yeah. At, at least, least at least two bitches. That's crazy. Traveling from north to south just to do it, just to flex on mm. a boy. Oh my god, bro! Just because I wanted to. So next up, uh, BC Killer and Ricky Reyes come out and. Slick Wagner Brown also comes out. Slick says, Wagner Brown. With a Y. Yes. Slick, with a Y, by the with way. A y. Slick with a y. Wagner Brown comes out and says they're fucking with Uncle Murder's, Uncle Murder's money. You get it right. Uncle Murder. Yeah, Uncle Murder. Like a brother. Fucking with his business and that needs murder. to stop. Murder. No, 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 no. Not, mur- not Uncle Murder. Uncle uh, Murder. Yeah, murder. there's a difference. Yeah, Uncle Murder. Murder my brother. Not the not the hard R, the A. <laughs> Uncle Murder. Whoa. So they say he's fucking with his business and then he stopped. Um so the match just is this really a match? Was this even a match? It was a match. I mean, I was more interested in what the fuck was happening on the outside of the ring. <laughs> yeah. Cause it went to shit yeah, real yeah. fast. It went to shit so fast. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Brown and Wagner, they're just... Brown and uh, Wagner? I mean, Brown and Ray is my man. Yeah, Brown and Ray, they're just doing shit. Um, pretty cool shit. And Wagner, he's he's a really athletic dude because he was pretty big. So he did some of that shit. Hit a, a really clean leg lariat. And then a German suplex. He, and there was Killer. Just and another dude, some <laughs> other guy, some unidentified man, yeah, killer and guy came out and started brawling and shoot headbutting each other, so they split each other open. <laughs> oh my god, they were fucking going at cool. it, yes, that was cool. So there was a slingshot, uh, into the bottom of the barricade from Brown into Reyes, to which the commentator said, Holy shit. See that? I think we also both said holy shit at the same time yeah. they did. Yeah, I said it. So, uh, they get back into the ring and suplex and Reyes hits a comeback. He does Brown, uh, uh, you know, punches in the corner. Brown does punches in the corner and gets hung up. And then Reyes does a spinning neckbreaker suplex gimmick. I don't know the name of that move. I'm sure there's a name for it. I just don't know. So uh, you mean like the like the 
the spin, like kind of what gold gold dust does, like a final cut. No, it's not a final cut. It's a it's a fisherman. Like it's a yeah. I know. Hook the leg. I just don't know how to like describe it. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, you hook the leg, the fisherman, and then it's a twisting neck break at the same time. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much a fisherman neck breaker with extra bells and whistles. Yeah, there's a there's a name for. It's it's called a gimmick. Yeah, it's the gimmick. So uh, yeah, race six the gimmick uh, for the win. Or no, actually hits the gimmick. I was like, what? Brown in the cross face, and he leans against the ropes for leverage. Okay, no rules. Yeah, then he wins. Yeah, the little man chokes out the big man with the cross face. Damn right. <laughs> you know, nah, literally, literally, literally no one can fucking use that move. It's fucked. It's like Daniel Bryan's the only one allowed to use that move. You know what's fucked? Do you know what's really fucked? Mm. Chris Benoit Jr. That's fucked. What, you mean the fact that he's not allowed to work? No, the fact that his name is... Or does that, or does that name... He wants that to be his name. That's what's really fun. Yeah. Try, like, uh, try like Pegasus Kid 4 or something. I don't know. Try to like put a hood on and don't ever disclose your name. How about that? <laughs> put, a, put a hood on, put a hood on kid. Don't ever... Let us know who you really are. Yeah, None of this yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what... Uh... <laughs> So after Princess the match, eggs. we get two absolutely fucking unbelievably funny and good promos. Oh, oh. oh the first yeah. one, the first one's a shut up robbery. <laughs> yeah, dude just gets robbed because. <laughs> well, well, before all that, Bestia says that you know it sucks that he was jumped by his crew, but he's gonna go and he's gonna try and win the the. <laughs> My note says gimmick. But he says he's gonna try and go win the tag tournament. He's gonna win the. He's gonna win the what? He's gonna win the tag gimmick, or not the, the tag gimmick. He's gonna win the title gimmick belt. Yeah, bro, we need to fucking readjust you. We need to readjust you too. It's not tough, brother man. Talk about the title gimmick belt. What the? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so he talks about winning the fucking the title belt tournament gimmick thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they cut to fuck. I don't even know who the hell these people were, but it was so funny I couldn't leave this out. So some random some random white dudes just chilling. I think you're smoking a cigarette or something by some by some fence. There's like there's a token white dude every <laughs> everywhere. In, there's a token white guy everywhere in every yeah, game. There's one. There's at least one token white guy in every gang, but the rest is useless. So these two, these two black dudes come up to him and they're like, "Yo, listen, listen, look here, listen, look here, listen." I gotta get in at least once a show. So, <laughs> so they, so they, <laughs> they tell homeboy, "Yo, go around the fucking corner and go fucking bother this drug dealer ass motherfucker over there." Okay, just go do your thing. He's like, "Oh, for real?" Like, yeah, just bet. do it. Bet. Yeah, just bet. All right. Yeah, just just, just so, do it, buddy. Hits the corner. He's like, hey, yo, you got the stuff I'm looking for, man? He's like, I don't know. You got the money? He's like, oh, I'm just looking, man. I'm just looking. And fucking dude tells him to fuck off. Go talk to his business associate while he does the gimmick. 
fucks with the drugs and shit or whatever the fuck he's got in the back of his his car. His very his very not illegal drugs and uh, the. As he's looking away, the two other black dudes just come through, beat the shit out of the, the dealer guy, <laughs> throw his ass into his own truck, and steal his bag full of what I presume would be whatever the fuck he's selling. And they just run off into the night. <laughs> yep. After locking, so after locking dude in his own truck. <laughs> so, after that came perhaps my favorite promo. Or perhaps my favorite thing of the entire show. Drunk so, Eddie Kingston. No, 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 no. Before that. Oh, was, before that. Before that was the the Brown who has just lost his match. <laughs> I can't even forgot about this. Like Wagner Brown who has just lost his match. Oh hell yeah! He goes back to, you know, his gang, his his his, his family. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's got a front. He's got to confront his boss, Uncle Murder. And Uncle Murder's telling him, like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? What are, like, what, what's up? You guys got to, you guys have to follow Homicide's lead. He's the one that's doing everything. He don't." Went in and uh, Slick Wagner Brown, after <laughs> hearing this tirade, uh, Uncle Murda telling him, You have to get your head in the game. You have to follow homicide. You have to win. Slick Wagner Brown asked him, No, he had the, he had the balls to ask man. him. He said, and I quote, Uncle Murder Man, can I have a bitch? <laughs> can I get a bitch, man? <laughs> Uncle Murder said, and I quote, can you get a bitch? Is you fucking crazy? And <laughs> Uncle Murder chewed him out. That was the second that was the second. Two fucking week, two and a half weeks later, I'm still crying at that. After, oh after being God. chewed out, after just you know being chewed out and told <laughs> he needs to get his head in the game. Man, can, bro, can, can I have a bitch? Can, can, can you have a bitch? Mm. What the fuck is wrong with you? The call. That was wild. Oh my god. So after that, we then get to the ending promo segment of the show. And it's Eddie Kingston cutting a promo on homicide and, and pretty much everybody else. Uh, he's also drunk. And he's also drunk as fuck. While so the cameraman. The cameraman he keeps trying to take his his drink and he keeps having to tell him, like, get the fuck Go get your own drink, bro. This is mine. Yeah, what are you me. doing? And he's cutting this promo saying he, uh, he's not afraid. He's not scared. He's going to circle back and he's going to, you know, take everybody out, take what's his, et cetera, et cetera. All the meanwhile, the cameraman is really just getting closer and just 
grabbing, <laughs> reaching for this man. He's trying to get this drink as hard as he can. He's really trying to get the drink. He's really trying. <laughs> it's and, almost annoying. <laughs> yeah. And Eddie Kingston finally ends his promo and he's get the fuck out of here. Leave me alone, man. Bro, how did Eddie Kingston not shoot on this fucking cameraman for trying to steal his drink? I was drink? expecting him to. I literally was expecting him to. I thought he was going to kick his yeah, ass. Was, that was really crazy. I mean, he kicked the dog shit out of this guy. He, like, literally, the cameraman's holding the camera. You can see his hand on screen trying to grab the glass yeah, out of Eddie's hand. Grab, grab, the, grab the glass, yeah. He's like, dude, what the fuck crazy. are you doing? <laughs> I'm so surprised Eddie Kingston didn't just... just his ass. Just lose his mind. He was already <laughs> drunk, right? Yeah, right. Y'all know how Eddie Kingston is, though. Man's fucking. Right. He's a menace. I love that motherfucker. He's a menace. And that was the, the cameraman was playing a dangerous game, but you know he didn't die. No, he and didn't die. That was no. He that was up. the ending. That was the ending promo segment. Yeah, for the two match for the two match show. Let's go. Yeah, forty five minute show with uh, a bunch of promo packages. Just kind of dude trying to get a bitch. Eddie Kingston drinking, (laughs) gang violence, bitches, money. My God. Oh yeah, they're here. The show. I can't believe we never mentioned it, but there a lot of beautiful women on the show. Yes, there were very there were a lot of very beautiful women that we looked at extremely respectfully. Am I right? Oh, yes, yeah, we're, we're, respectfully we're, looking. Let, let's preface: we're only calling them bitches because that's, that's that's what that's they call the, that's what they call them. Yeah, we, we yeah. the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast does not. Yeah, that's not what we say. That's just that's strictly we're using their kayfabe, ter- no, their kayfabe terms. We're simply feminists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yep. Yes. We are respectfully feminist. Yes. So that, ladies and germs, was <laughs> the Urban U- Wrestling w- Federation uh, subtitled Hood Killer. Oh, fucking baby. It's episode one. Yeah, oh, yeah that, so that's not killer, by the way. That's Hood Killer. You know, yeah, no yeah. ER. Hard. No, no hard R, just uh, A. A. <laughs> yeah, this shit was overtly base, and I cannot wait to get this motherfucker thief on the podcast for the next time we watch one of these, because oh my yeah, god. Can't, can't wait for us to watch episode two, it's going to be crazy. If, if, if there's even one promo, even half as funny, is that can I get a bitch man line? <laughs> Goated. Man. If UWF ever does a reboot, I want to, I, I, I need to be a part of that. I would love to wrestle on that show. Yeah, I'm trying to get a bitch, man. What the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh, please. I'm in so much pain right now, bro. I'm hurting, dog. Just let me get a bitch, bro. <laughs> like, fucking hell. Yeah, he was selling, too. He was selling his injuries. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was holding his arm like, bro, please give me a bitch. Even if yeah. he did say yes, what bitches go want to hang out with some, some beat up loser? Goomba. Roman Reigns. <laughs> she do whatever the chief asked her to. That's also true. But he wouldn't ask because he has a yeah, white kids. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. <laughs> and that was up twenty as well. Which is also awesome. Yes, it's also awesome. Yeah, this episode was pretty based. Yo. Uh, So, again, everybody, you know, you can uh, follow. I'm cutting out. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at TLPerthPod. You can also find us on Spotify, Podbean, Apple, uh, Blueberry. Owl Bullhorn Bullhorn uh, Audio Mac uh, Google Podcasts Probably probably not uh, Probably uh, not Audio Mac okay. um, I don't know about that one but, I'll, uh, I'll talk with the exec See what we can get done <laughs> I'll talk with the I'll talk with the science wanna, team Again if you want to Support us financially we also have a uh, Patreon as well. You can uh, pledge at patreon.com forward slash TL Pro Pod. And I think that is going to do it for us. Uh, also, uh, for also rate five stars on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you're interested in joining our, our Taking Liberties Discord, if you're following us on Twitter, just shoot us a DM. We'll send you the link ski. Come in. Pretty cool you bunch of dudes. You, you, I'll treat you. Oh, well, you know, I keep it, I keep it quiet. Yeah, I'm, lur- I'm I'm lurking. Yeah, lurking. I'm lurking. I just see what you fucking tweet, you motherfucker. Honestly, I only tweet occasionally. Pooh, I see that's my dog. But Pooh, you know I'm really copyrighted. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta avoid those copyright claims. Him goes crazy. That's why, like, that's why I try not to sing any wrestler theme songs because they might take me out back and. Chop off my arm and my liver and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, they're gonna take sure. a piece for sure. Vince is not playing that. Oh no, 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 no. Doesn't matter though, because when that Christian gimmick come through, we already know. Oh, oh yeah, I'm dropping that whole thing. The whole thing. You guys can expect. I'm dropping the whole I'm dropping song. The whole thing. Yeah, I'm, he's gonna, I am. He's prepared. gonna have the song on loop in the background the whole podcast. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I just like. Real oh, quiet, yeah. I got that. Oh my the god, we're talking about Christian. Yeah, they can copyright uh, us however they want. We don't go care. Fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'll take the L for that one, for sure, for sure. But yeah, that was episode twenty, guys. Um, you guys want to say anything else? Yeah, I'll just say uh, thank you all for checking out the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode number twenty. Uh, thank you so much, Steve, for coming on. You. Dang, are a very fun guy to have on, believe yeah. you me. So I'm glad you <laughs> came through for us, even though it took us two weeks to redo the show because the weather fucking hates us. Yeah, and, that, was, uh, that was. We also, you know, our audio was fucked from last time. We did do a whole show. Yeah, we did do a whole show that was just as long as this one. Yeah, <laughs> we emptied the tank out twice. Yeah, that's why it took us two weeks. Yeah. Gotta fill up. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we'll check wait, you wait, out. Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, what do you got? What else? What else? Um, hey, if I say this name, can you just put a sensor bar over it? You got any sensor beeps? I ain't trying to give no free. I cloud could out. probably find one. Yeah. What's up? Are you ready? I'm, yeah. I'm not ready. This, this name is like a slur. You ready for this? Oh no! Don't say it! Don't say it! Alrighty.
<laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next week. We're going to get this bitch out on time anyways. Have a yeah. good one, guys. We'll see ya. Yeah.